The 10pence arcade podcast is sponsored by Retro Games Party. Get out of emulation and into the real arcade of Retro Games Party. Arcade game hire for public events and private parties. With free regular community-led meetings throughout the year, there ain't no pie like a Retro Games Party. Visit their website at www.retrogamespie.co.uk and get involved. The 10pence arcade podcast is now a proud member of the Throwback Network. Hello and welcome to Tenpence Arcade Podcast. My name's Vertvik. And I'm Alex Crowley, a.k.a. Chucky Egg. And I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot Alex's new cab. And you never will. We'll talk about that new cab later on. Well, one of many. One of many. Yeah, yeah so uh, I've had a bit more bad news again this week, mate. What's up now? Yeah, I know. I've, got, I've been plagued with bad news. Remember last week, I got ripped off with that. Super yes. gun I bought, and I'd never got my money back on it, and all sorts of other things breaking down. I I went to change off my tube of my Dig Dug machine the other day, and and I changed the tube over, and I had to do a yoke swap on it, which is quite technical, and you have to take the take the rings off the back of it, which is um sort of a bit more difficult to do and you, get. The, you told me you never touch those rings. You never do. You never touch those <laughs> rings because they are a bit of a nightmare to sort out. So I did it carefully, marked all the rings up, took it off carefully, no problem at all, got it all back on, got it reasonable. But then for the life of me, after about four, five hours trying, I could not get this picture right. Right. What happens is that the tube guns line up red, green and blue. And yeah. when they line up perfectly on a grid, you get a white grid, perfect white pattern. Yeah. And every time I did it, one bit would go out, and then you put it back, and another bit would go is out. It's like just the slightest move in a ring. I mean, yeah, like it's minuscule. And, and one, you got three sets of rings. Um, one of them do, moves the picture around, and two do the horizontal and vertical, yeah. and you pull them apart, the two rings each. But when you move them together and pull them apart, it affects it differently. And when you move it around, it affects the other one, and vice versa. Yeah. So you're constantly fighting against each other to get it right, and ah, uh, it was awful. I just. So it's the convergence, is it? It's convergence, yeah. It's the yeah. colours coming right. And the, and the purity yeah. is to do with that as well, but that's a bit easy to, to sort out. But basically, I, I took this a tube out, which was a, bit, a little bit burnt, to put in a nice new tube, and I've made it worse mm-hmm. because I can't get the thing right. And also, I had an interesting visitor come visit me while I was doing this. I was in the garage. It was, it was about 8, 9 o'clock at night. It was just getting dark, and I had the front door open because it's quite warm in there. Mm. And I was lent... I had this thing on a chair. I had the yeah. monitor on a chair and I had a massive, like, six foot mirror in front of me, an old mirror we used to have in the house that I took in and I propped up against the chair so I could see what I was doing in the front yeah. of the thing because you have to do it around the back and you've got to be very careful because there's a lot of volts there and it did actually nip me. I got a, a yeah. volt hit off the neck board, which yeah. is not very nice. Please don't do it. And, um, I was in there and I was do- just concentrating away and I was sort of looking over and looking at the mirror all the time. My eyes were going a bit funny because I was looking at a grid in a mirror all the time. Trying- and then a visitor came to see me. And I looked down at me, and there's a bloody fox in there. Ooh, fox It came in the garage. I thought you was going to say you saw the reflection of a, a dog or something in the mirror. No, no, no. An actual and you fox. Saw yourself. An actual <laughs> fox came in, and it looked up to me. I freaked I out, so. hissed at it, stood yeah. up quickly, and the mirror went over. Oh, a six-foot mirror went over. So and I sort of just looked away, and it hit the wall and just stopped. I was like, oh, my God. This, this fox ran off. Ran off, yeah. But I thought... How weird is that? A fox came in to see what I was doing. 
I'm sure he's going to help. But so this was at night, was it? it was yeah, dark. it was about eight, yeah. nine o'clock, and it was just yeah. getting dusk. But we get a lot of foxes around there. But what an unexpected visit they have in your carriage, just trying to do an arcade. Invite him to play some games. What's yeah, up, the, yeah, the vaults near my hand yeah. weren't very <laughs> favourable, if you know what I mean. But hopefully, uh, Tony TB2000 on the forums, he's a, a, an absolute monitor whiz. He's offered to sort me out a new tube for it, and he'll oh, have cool. the old one, or he'll try and sort mine out for me. But the only thing is, I've got to get all the way down to Cornwall because oh, he lives way. down there. But I mean. I could plan a, a trip to see some of the other uh, other our friends down there. We've got a, a load of friends in that end, mm. of, end of the country, haven't we? Also, when I found out that I couldn't use that monitor anymore, I just gave up on it. I had another monitor spare I was going to use for that Moon Guardian cab I'm sort of restoring. And it's been sat on top of the, the cab since I brought it back from Scotland ooh, six, seven months ago when we was up there. It used to belong to my brother and he gave me it. And I thought, oh, that's a nice new monitor up there. You know, it's not really been used that much. Nice tube. I'll pop that in, just a few plugs to change over. So I put it on the bench in, in my hobby room and plugged it all in with all the, you know, the, the ISO transformer and put a little loom up to it to a, for a test board to see what it looks like. Smoke started coming out of the yoke. Spoken! Great. Brilliant. This was a spare you had ready to yeah, go. Yeah, spare monitor. Put it, straight in there. Last time it was used was a few years ago in my brother's cab in Scotland and it'd been in my garage for like six months, you know, nice and mm. warm, so there's no moisture in there or anything. Put the thing on, smoke comes out of the yolk's knackered. Brilliant. That's another monitor down. Yeah, so I'm not having a lot of luck there, mate. No, you're not, are you? No, so, uh, but luckily, BBZ149, another friend of ours from the forums, has got a spare Cortec tube in his loft. You can have a look around for me and see if you can find it for me. That's in Essex. Yeah, there's always someone who's got something to help you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. These, these guys, I, I was, mm. I was, I was in a really depressed state when this happened. So, oh my God, it's one of my favourite games. I've basically ruined it for nigh on no reason. Mm. I was really down about that. For God's sake, you know. One of those things, and you know, it's not easy finding these monitors, especially a G07, which is the original monitor for it. So I thought, you know, I don't mind putting another monitor. As long as it's a good picture, you'll never know. Yeah. And then all these things happen, but then these guys rally around and say, oh yeah, I can sort this out for you, I can help, I'll have a look around for you. So it's really nice, and thank you guys, yeah, thanks that's very cool. much. So that sort of perked me up a little bit. Yeah. Which is good. I'm also going to sell off one of my Dino Kings. <clears throat> yeah, I see that. The pink yeah, because uh, there's another cab I want, a wall mount cab mm -hmm. from uh, Martin Gudler, and he's going to hold on to it for me until I can afford it, but hopefully I'll sell the Dino King. But the thing with the Dino King is a bit of a stumbling box selling it because the monitor isn't working mm. in it. Because I, I was adjusting it one day, and I, I poked something by accident with a, a screwdriver, and I've since ordered myself a set of plastic adjustable screwdrivers, so you know, I will never do that again. But the problem is, if I sent this off to Grant Gunblade, our resident monitor fixer, he needs to have the whole lot. I've got to take the tube with me. Right. Because he hasn't got a compatible tube to test it out on, and you need a tube, obviously, to test it. Yeah. And he lives in Essex, and he's a bit reluctant to sort of, you know, he doesn't really want to do things when I'm waiting there. And I said, no, no problem. I'll just disappear for a while and come back yeah. when you're ready, you know. Yeah. But I can't really take it down there, leave it, go all the way no, home, and go all the way back to Essex, especially <clears throat> yeah. when I've got to go to Cornwall to do another monitor. Oh, it's a nightmare. You can't so, yeah. send them in the post, really. No, you? no, definitely. I wouldn't send a tube in a post, not unless it was no. really crated up. And I mean, if you crated it with a wooden crate with all the bits inside to hold it still, it would cost an absolute fortune. Yeah, unless you know someone's going down that way. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, I think. Put an ad out or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sort of one of those things, but it's, you know, it's a bit annoying like that. Yeah. So yeah, I will be selling the Dino King, so I'm never going to get around to doing it, so I don't how think. how many of those have you got? I've got two, and that one spare. I need right. to get the monitor fixed, because no one's going to buy a cab with a broken monitor. Yeah. Even though it's only probably something really silly. Because yeah. the actual monitor, it all looks like it's working inside. You know, the net glow works, you get retrace lines on the screen and everything it seems pretty good but it just hasn't got the picture yeah. so you're happy with just the two Dino Kings yeah yeah yeah, yeah more than enough yeah, yeah more than enough so that's pretty good cool you been playing any games lately 
Yeah, well, the game of the week I've been playing, but I've been well, last week I wasn't too well to be honest with you, so I didn't get much game in then. Yeah. And this week, yeah, I've been doing a little bit of uh, game of the week. It's really cool. It is a good little game. Yeah, isn't it? I really yeah. like it. And now back to Saturday's Super Cave. I've also been playing my main cab, the Naomi, and I was just playing a few games just randomly, and I've just played a few shooters, you know. And I was playing Volgus. Have you played Volgus? Volgus. Yeah. I'm sure I have, because I recognise the name. Volgus is a really cool little game. A it's shooter, a, isn't it? Yeah, it's, an, yeah. it's Capcom's first game. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's very like 1942, but yeah, it's more yeah. space-themed, yeah. and there's some little extra little bits in it, and it's it's really good little game. Really good. If you like 1942, you have to get hold of it and play it. Another one I've been playing lately is a brand new game, or newish. It's a, a game on iOS, because uh, I've got an iPad now, and me and the wife bought an <clears> iPad <throat> in America, we use it for different things. And um, I was put onto this by um, the Retro Obscura guys, uh, Aaron Hickman, and it's a game called, Night, uh, a game called Grid Runner. Grid Runner. I had this on the VIC-20, it's a Llamasoft game, I'll make yeah. Jeff Minter. Yeah. I had this on the, the VIC-20 and Commodore 64, um, and it's it's a version of that, and it costs the princely sum of 69 pence. That's unbelievable. I'll tell you, if you've got an iPhone, I think it's on Android as well, or if you've got an iPad, get this game, you will not it's be disappointed. It's got the new Tempest as well, can you not download that for the uh, iOS, or is that, you can, is that a yeah. PS Vita game only? I think... Don't quote me. I think that one is one that's advertised on there. Yeah, that's worth getting. If you get the game, it's freeware to to get, and you just get a one life. So it's mm. a, a try and get to level eight game, and it's quite difficult on one life. But then when you buy the game for sixty nine p, you get the full game. You get you get lives, and you know it's pretty good. And you can play it on an arcade as well, which is another thing I bought recently. And when you play that game, it's really good. It's got loads of really cool arcade samples in it from different games we know of. Yeah. And it just sounds amazing. It's really bright, just like a Jeff Minter game. Well, you just showed me it, and I was quite impressed by it. Yeah, we'll play it on Quick sounds. Go later yeah. on. It's really, yeah, it's really cool. cool. So he plays that, but not only that, when you turn the game to the right, clockwise, you get the, it turns into the VIC-20 version. And when you turn it all the way to the left, it turns into the Commodore 64 version. And you get all cool. these for 69 pence, that four games. Cool. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, so we'll, I'll be playing a lot of that lately. We've also been talking to the Retro Obscure lads about doing a cross-podcast with them. We've been, we had a little sort of Facebook chat the other day about certain things. I mean, you meandered mm. off down the Spectrum route and talked Did I? Yeah. Yeah, talked about Aaron <laughs> yeah. about Oh, yeah, he wants one. I said, I'll give him one. I will get you one. Probably a 128, because you can get those little loaders to go in the back of the 128. Yes, you can. So they're a little bit bigger to post, unfortunately. That's all right. But yeah, that'd but be cool. they're the quality got, ones. They've got better keyboard as well, haven't they? Yeah, they've got built-in tape deck as well, haven't they? So it doesn't need the plus twos and plus threes have. Yeah, yeah. But the one two eight was the black one, remember, with a little heatsink on the side. Hasn't it got a tape deck? Not maybe the one it's the plus eight. two I've got. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. grey one it's is the plus, plus two, two I've yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's pretty good. That's saving yeah. nothing about tapes. I've got a little story to tell you about tapes in a minute when we get onto our uh, pickup section. Okay. You, you'll be interested in this. So arcade news from around the world and local areas. <sighs> I noticed on one of the forums we're looking at, I think it's UK VAC, the, um, the guy, Jukebox Engineer, Duncan, he's got hold of a Zakaria Astro Blaster Deluxe cabinet. Have you seen that? Nice. Astro Blaster? Yep, but the Zakaria version, the Italian oh, import version. Okay. It's, it's, they call it a Deluxe. It's more, you know, you know the cabs are really, really colourful. Yeah. Really beautiful. It's got like a roll sort yeah, of marquee, that, isn't it? That's the Deluxe one. The flat right. ones were the normal ones, yeah. and the, the roll one, and this is a roll one. Yeah. And he was going to part it out. 
And everyone sort of said, no, 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 don't do that. It's, you know, so, yeah. and it's a really lovely cab. I don't think it's working at the moment, yeah. but it's got an M- MTC 90 in it, an old Hantrax model. They're the ones that everybody is scared of because oh, they're really? like a live chassis and they, they normally never work these things. They were, they were horrible. <laughs> Most people just throw them away because they're just scary monitors, but this thing's got it in. I've got a feeling it might still work. So I think you need to get the boards fixed on it and he's get some new artwork for the control panel overlay. It's all on the, it's on the show notes. Um, he's doing a little log of how he's doing the restoration. It looks really nice. Cool. Oddly, Ollie Muddy Music has got the artwork for it. So you oh, better print it so off. So you can get it all back to Pretty what it cool, was, yeah. yeah. It looks, it's really spangly, really stars and Did they do Scramble Deluxe one as well? They did. They did the Scramble. Yeah, they did. Phoenix? Yep, they did. Zakaria, I'm not sure if they were an original company yeah. or an import or or a black market Is it Zakaria or Zachariah? I always call it Zachariah, but a lot of people call it Zakaria. Oh, right. Who cares? It's Italian. <laughs> Sounds good. And, uh, yeah, their, their cabs are always super-duper mental colourful, mm. um, really cheesy 70s, early 80s, and they just look beautiful. They're yeah. really nice. They're nice cabs to play on as well. But I'm not sure if they were quite uh, fully licensed, or mm. maybe they were just sort of half-licensed, or maybe they bought the boards. Because Crazy Con was a Zachariah, wasn't it? Uh, it might be an Alka. It's just along. It, uh, I think they, they're very it? similar sort of yeah. thing. It might, it might well have been. Cause I, and I know, that was a licensed game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know of a version of that cab, which is really colourful. It looks just like a Zakaria. So I think it might be, mm. but I'm not sure about the, the name of the board. So that's his uh, his restoration. Another bit of sad news, actually. The arcade barn is sadly going to be leaving. Yeah, us. I saw that. That is yeah. a big shame. I have to explain to listeners who, who don't know the arcade barn. Most of the people in the UK who know anything about arcade machines or arcade games will know of the Arcade Barn. This is um, a place run primarily by Sean Meldon, who's a good friend of ours. Lovely bloke, Sean. I first went to the Arcade Barn when it was the big old barn. This is the original barn. I missed barn. that one. Oh, this was like whew, seven or eight years ago, I think. Yeah. And I remember going down there, and it was in, it's in Exeter, uh, in Exmouth, near Exeter. And it's a huge old barn in the middle of nowhere. It's near mm. a horse's... Um, stables and I sort of went down and I was waiting around thinking oh no one's going to turn up I got there early I always get there early because it's only like two hours away from where I used to live I used to go down and I went down there and I thought oh there's supposed to be a meet coming up with 20-30 people turn up to I've never met any of these guys ever you know I've been, I've been on the I think it was the Jammer Forum at the time Yeah, I used to talk to certain people but I've never been to a meet and I, I haven't seen this many arcade machines in one place for a long long time so I went down there, I was waiting for Sean, and this guy turned, this little guy turned up in a, you know, sort of in a car, and I was like, oh, who is this guy? This must be him, yeah. Sort of said hello and everything, and he opened the door, and I just went, <gasps> yeah. whoa, as soon as I walked in there. And I think Sean knew the reaction, because he'd seen it before, yeah. and he just went, yeah, can I have a look around? I was like, just wandered around, and this must have had at least 60 to 80 cabs in so there. So was the this time. the first time he'd opened it up? No, no, they used, to, they used to have um, regular meetings there. It was just one, right. the first one I went to, been basically. been collecting for quite a while, then. Sure, have been collecting since the 90s, I think. Yeah, he right. got, got a load of cabs a long time ago yeah. when they were dirt cheap, and he, he had yeah. loads of parts, loads of really rare cabs, loads of old 70s yeah. cabs. He had so many really cool cabs, and nigh on all of them worked. Yeah, well, I first met him on the, the second barn. Yeah, which was in Exeter, which was on a trading estate a unit that he was renting. Yes, that was a smaller barn, wasn't it? Mini yeah, barn. and I think he advertised it in Retro Gamer because I've never seen a picture of him in his Star Wars cockpit. Yeah, yeah. I thought that looks cool, you know, and I went up all the way down there, and that's where I met. I don't think I met you there, but I met a bunch of other guys. Off no, I went with you. I went with you. Yeah, yeah, we knew each other by then. Yeah, and um, that was cool. That was a great day. The original barn. I mean, if we could go back in time, mate, you would absolutely love it. It was, it was brilliant. It mm. was there was so many there was cockpit games there. 
uh, he had his Firefox there. It wasn't working at that time. He had Star Wars copy. He had loads of racing games, sit-down racers. He had, he had Carnival. He had loads of like Night Driver, Eliminator. Really old Really ones. old Atari yeah. games, yeah. They're really good condition as well. And he just had monitors. and He had he must have had about 500 boards, PCBs. He had so much stuff. It was unreal. He's, over the years, he's got rid of it because... He's never had a chance to use it. Well, it's space and it's money, isn't it? Space yeah. costs yeah. a lot of money. To, I, th- I to think rent the old barn, it was so big, and they actually had another room out the back yeah. where they used to store all their junk in. And I went into the junk room thinking, oh, I wonder what this is. And I thought, oh my God, I'd love to own this lot as well. Yeah, it's yeah. so much stuff. Unbelievable parts of cabs, monitors, yeah. and control well, it's unbelievable. Just, oh. It's a shame that he's moving on, but you know. Yeah. It's a big thing, isn't it? Well, it's a lot that, of money to, to rent these spaces. Yes, it was know. a big space. You used to do it with some other guys. Or they used to help out, I think. I'm not sure how it quite worked. But they used to help out as well, Aaron and uh, Bruce. Yeah. And uh, they sort of did it together and used to help out. And, and when I sort of started talking to Sean and, you know, got to realise he had the same kind of interests as me, he really likes Depeche Mode yeah. and that. And, you know, we sort of talking, we had the same interests. And then I used to go down to Exeter every couple of weeks. Mm. So it wasn't that far. I even took my son with me one time. We were fixing up the sub hunt he had there. And, you know, we just to, just to get our hands dirty. We used to get in the back of things. And yeah. say, oh, we need this one fixing today. Or this one needs a new monitor or whatever. Yeah. And we just used to get in there with our toolboxes and get going. It was a real nice laugh. And, yeah, so, and then when he scaled that place down, because I think the landlord was being a bit funny about certain things as well, and... They moved to the smaller place, which is an industrial estate in Exmouth, and it was quite a nice place. It was all heated because the old barn was freezing cold. Any time of the year, freezing mm. cold. Red right outside, freezing cold in the barn. Yeah. It was always that way. So I moved this new trading estate, and it had enough room for, what was it, 30 cabs in there that yeah. time when we went? And they were a really nice selection of cabs. Yeah, it was really nice, nice and modern, wasn't it? It was warm in there as well. It was lovely in there. It was all heated, secure, yeah. locked. You know, there was always someone there to look after the place. And that's where my Donkey Kong Jr., and my Dig Dug come from. Yeah. And also your Fast Freddy came from there. Yeah. What other games have we had from there? We've had a few from there. I mean, a you lot of people... You out of there where you sold it back there and that's it came back right. again. Yeah. yeah, Asteroids sort of came and went, my big one, with their cabaret and vice versa. Yeah, Darius, didn't he? Darius there, Trog. Oh, yeah, he had loads um, of... Trog was Bruce's, I think. Yeah, God, he had yes, loads of games. really nice cabs. And it was... it was, That area sort of improved on the barn. It wasn't as yeah. big... But it was more cosy. They had the lights up, you know, the signs. They had all the nice mood lighting. It was a really cool place for a party. Yeah, I was playing uh, Juno first for the first time there. Oh, what a game. I remember whipping uh, Arcade Matt's arse on that and then <laughs> Robot Greg coming along and then beating mine yeah, right. <laughs> by about three million. Yeah, Greg is a really good games player. And he just went, blah, blah. Yeah. there you go. Greg, how do you do it? How do you do it? Yeah. Practice. Yeah. Yeah, cheers, Greg. Thanks for the yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, great, yeah, great selection there. He did. Time to move on, though. Yeah, so what happened after that with the arcade mm. barn is he, he went off to a little side room because mm. he had a side room anyway with his... Con- he started doing a few consoles and computers because he's quite getting into that now. And so he had that for a while and then the, the other barn went and he just had the little room which had about five cabs in and his beloved Firefox, which is a huge mm. sit-down thing that he sits in. No one can understand why Sean likes it. I think it must have been a thing when he was it's a nostalgia kid. Nostalgia thing, Yeah, I it? think it's a big... Because I, I sort of played it and thought... Meh, laser disc game, yeah. meh. But he, he loved it. I think he had it as a kid. You know, he used to yeah. play at his local arcade as a kid in the South, so it was for him. And, uh, yeah, he went sort of into more the consoles and computer side of it. And, 
I think he's just going to take them all home with him now. All these consoles and computers. He's sold a few of the cabs off to you know people who really want them and look after them. Yeah. So that's the end of that chapter of the, the barn. Well, we've got others opening up. Yes, we have. But Sean will be welcome yeah. down here to yeah. our arcades, and uh, hopefully I will go and see him and go and see his console and computer collection because he's getting quite into a lot of the consoles and computers that I'm into. Mm. So I do talk to him a bit still about those kind of things. We sort of interesting. We saw him at Revival the other day, which yeah. is nice to see. Him. So yeah, so sad to see the loss of the barn, but uh, Sean will carry on. I think. Hopefully, he won't get out the uh, the hobby too much. As you said about the uh, the ones coming along, as one closes, another opens its doors. RGP's place. RGP U72's massive arcade at the end of this month. Next week. Next week. Even. Yeah. Next Saturday, isn't it? Oh, I can't wait. We can play Cuba again. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be really good. I think that machine's going to have a long line over it. Yeah. You know, it's going to be people waiting to get on. Not just because of us playing it, because it's such a groovy game as it's well. A classic game. Oh, yeah. When we're at that meet, we're ready for our game off against each other. Yeah. Anthony Graham. That Anthony Graham. Anthony Graham. That's right. And he's going to so video us doing it. You know, he's so, a, you know he's a cameraman, a professional cameraman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to um, record mm. us and video it and, and edit it, and we can put it hopefully on a YouTube channel yeah. or something later on. So um, no swearing. Yeah, he recorded a uh, video of me building that whole place when I was up there in January. Ah, right, okay. At stop motion. Did you not see that? We'd have to be at your speed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we're going to have... We, we still don't know what games we're going to be playing yet no, against each other. I think it's five or ten, I can't remember how many it is, and you only get a certain amount of goes on it just to see who's the best overall game yeah. to play. Me, obviously. It's a bottle of whiskey. And a bottle of whiskey, yeah. There's, there's some prizes going on as yeah. well, so that'd be really cool. I can't wait for that. I, mean, I yeah, like a little really bit cool. of competition, especially on games I've not played before. Yeah. especially That's what we do with this podcast. When we sort of... Get these games you've not really played before, ones you sort of, hmm, oh, don't really, never really played that. And you get on it and think, oh, it's actually quite good. Yeah, that's so my favourite thing. game you've never played before and it turns out to be really cool. And some of our listeners hopefully yeah. are getting this. I know one of them, especially, who's got this, Mr. Sean Holly. Yeah. He's in love with this game. Yeah. He's really mad for it now. And his scores prove that as well, actually. Uh, also, some sad news about Robin Williams dying. Robin Williams, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was a massive gamer. Loved was Nintendo. He? Yeah, yeah. It would have gone with you well, mate. It's funny you mentioned Robin Williams because I remember our, our favourite comedian, or my favourite comedian here, Rick Mail, died last month. Yes, yeah, I did sad forget news. to mention it because he liked games too and he was actually on a game. He did the voiceover on a game called Hogs of War for the PS1. Oh, really? Did you not know that? No, no, and I it's didn't. It's a really funny game. It plays like Worms. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the name the, of the game. He does all the voiceovers for all the pigs, all the oh, characters. Oh, wow. Because he did the, uh, was it the Bombardier? Beer adverts yeah, as well. That's right, they were really yeah. good adverts. His voice is really. Yeah, he died suddenly, didn't he? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very, very sad. We're losing all our comedians. Yeah. I mean, he is really sad. They're, they're ones I grew up with, the young ones, yeah. to start with, with uh, Rick Mail. But, but Robin Williams, I grew up with Mork and Mindy in the 70s. You are old. I am old. You did as well, <laughs> you liar. Vaguely. I don't remember being into Mork and Mindy. I, I remember it. it being on, but yeah. it was kind of like towards the end of the 70s, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I didn't really get into it so much you're already 20 by then I remember watching a lot of his stand-up comedies oh his stand-up Live at yeah, the Met yeah that's, that's really cool oh it's one of my favourite stand-up sets yeah. I don't normally get that into American stand-ups no I don't but he is there's really, only a few really I like and when we found out he died that night we watched Good Morning yeah. Vietnam yeah did some great oh, it's an amazing films, I found out later on that I, I thought it anyway but he ad-libbed most of that. You know the bits where he was actually talking to oh, Mike? He just made it up. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. He's that good. He was that witty, wasn't he? He was yeah, that clever. Yeah. But the thing with his gaming <clears> is um, everybody knows he named his daughter Zelda. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah. Oh, I right. says, did I you not know that? I didn't that? know that, no. Everyone except Alex. <laughs> yeah, his daughter's called Zelda. He's actually in an advert for, I think, the Wii or the DS. Oh, and he's okay. with his daughter. And she's she's 
beautiful. Yeah. And, and they play games together, well, they used to play games together. And um, apparently, people have been, thousands of gamers have been petitioning Nintendo and Blizzard software mm. to put, to honour Robin Williams by putting one of the non-playable characters as Robin in their games. He used to play World of Warcraft. He used to say it was like crack for the video gamers. And he used to play that a lot. And um, Zelda was one of his favourite games as well. And hopefully they're going to put a non-playable character called Robin in. And hopefully he'll have some characteristics. What, Nintendo said they're going to do that? I think they're talking about it, yeah. That'd be really cool. I think it needs to be done. needs to be done. So another bit of sad news. Uh, Another bit of good news. Uh, Talking about uh, arcade uh, parts opening. We'll just let that plane go over. We're not being bombed by Baghdad, don't worry. It's just the plane near Heathrow. The Four Quarters Arcade Bar having the hand-baked arcade setup in their attic. You know about this, yeah? I do, yeah. It's a number of consoles, is it? That you put oh, together? upstairs. Okay, maybe I don't. I didn't know that. I know it's upstairs. It's really cool, actually. It's got like Victorian beams in there. It's like the attic room. Yeah. And they've got a big projector up there, and they've got a load of consoles set up on CRTs and stuff. Oh, wicked. So it's another little sideline away from the arcade It's like stuff. a chill-out area. Yeah. I think that Tom was saying there's loads of beanbags in there. and you Yeah, can, that's if you, it. I think you pay about £3 for entry, and that entry allows you to play all the games you want, yeah. and you can actually have waiter and waitress service bring drinks around to you that's while you're playing cool. games. How cool is that going to yeah. be? And I'm going to the Four Quarters Bar tonight. Cool, oh, about yes. time as well. Yep, yeah, yeah. we got another function in Peckham. Yeah. Uh, wife's friends in there. We're going to go and see them for a while and then hopefully nip off to the Four Quarters That's Arsenal. excellent. I yeah. say hopefully, I am going. Yeah. I don't know if they are, but I cool. am going. Check out the other local bars around there as well. They're really yeah, yeah. cool. Well, yeah. it's school day tomorrow, so I'll be a bit careful. Yeah. <laughs> I might have a sickie. <laughs> is that, I think they've got a pinball night as well coming up September they have, 14th, yeah, yeah. is it? I talked to Simon one of the other uh, part owners of the place, and he's going to send us regular updates via email now Brilliant. so we can talk yeah. about it on the podcast. It's, it's a really good thing. We're well yeah. behind it. Yeah. So that'd be pretty good. Oh, Play Expo isn't too far away either. October 11th and 12th in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I'm going there so far. No. Not sure yet because it's a bit far, and I'm already going to James's thing, James and Andy's thing next week. Yeah. So I'm not sure about Manchester yet. Yeah. Maybe Me even do either. the train for the day like we did before. Could Perhaps. do. I haven't really thought about it. It's October, isn't it? Yeah, it's a long way off, yeah. It's a long way off, yeah. We'll yeah, see. We'll see. Let's do some pickups. Pickups. You go first, Vic. Well, I've had a few things. Some some boring stuff and some rudiments for stuff. Um, I bought a monitor to AV cable for my Atari Android XL. Mm-hmm. A bit dull, but it also makes my monitor look a lot better. I'm using sure. a, a Commodore monitor for it. But I haven't been able to play any games on my XL yet, because I haven't got one of those multi-carts yet, and I haven't got a tape recorder, so I can't play any tape games on it. Right. So I'm just sitting there looking at it going, I wish I could play a game. <laughs> I also picked up a Commodore 64 at the car Boutte yeah, sale yesterday. A fiver. What time did you get to the booty to pick that up? Ah, uh, four in the morning. You liar. No, I was there about 20 past seven. I was quite early. Oh, right. I but was I was sort of wandering around, and people hadn't really set up yet, and I was wandering around, and I saw this... I got an eyes like a house rat. Yeah. And I saw this keyboard in a bag. I went, oh, what's that? Yeah. And I saw an old Commodore 64, and I said to the guy, oh, how much is this? Cause it, didn't, it didn't have a power yeah. switch. It had a Commodore 64, tape deck, a manual, yeah. uh, and I think a light gun with it. I said to the guy, how much you want for this? Oh, it gives a fiver. You're joking. No, fiver. Yeah, all right. Was it box or just loose? No, no, just loose. Uh, it was one of the C64Cs, one yeah, of the yeah. slightly nicer looking, it's not a bread bin, the, the newer ones. Yeah. 
And the guy said, oh, there's no power supply. But I said, no worries, mate. I've got one in my loft, actually. Because yeah. I gave one away years ago to a yeah. friend who wanted it for the SID chip for his um, synthesizers. So I got that and I had an extra tape deck in the, in the loft as well. So I took it home. Uh, I was doing a load of stuff out the garden. I was really, really wanting to get into it and have a go of it. Yeah. But I didn't have time. I had to go and do stuff in the garden. I had to do it. <laughs> and I was just like a kid going, I want to play my new yeah. game. I want to play my new game. And I eventually got in, turned it on. All works perfectly. Fantastic. I bought two games just to try out on it. Yeah. Um, I bought... Guess what they were? Mm. Put it this way, they're arcade conversions. Nearly. The hit squad ones. I bought Salamander. Destroy them all. Yeah. The Konami game. And I bought Star Wars. The arcade port of Star Wars. Yeah. Which is awful. It's terrible on the Commodus. It's really boring. It's nowhere near as good as the original. It's just, the first level goes on forever. And it's just. Mission Impossible. That was supposed to be good. That is a really good game. But what my plan is to do, right, and this is where I'm going to get onto the thing we talked about spectrums earlier, loading games on spectrums. On the Commodore 64, in the back of it, it wasn't just two phono leads like most computers for yeah. using tape decks you had a special six pin plug but what you can buy or even make yourself for a few components is a little adapter mm. to put a three and a half mil phono plug in it and when you put a phono plug in it you can use a tape deck on it normal yeah. tape deck but here's the clever bit you don't need to use a tape deck you can use an mp3 player oh. you can use a cd player and you can even use your so computer. No failed tapes loading up. Now, what you do, right, is you get all the, the ROM images off the internet, and, and in the Commodore 64, they're called D64s, and what you can do is you can turn them into an MP3, oh, and then just play it like a, a tape, but on your MP3. Can you do that on Spectrum as well? Yes, you can. Oh, my God. Yes. So you could put your entire games collection on one MP3 player. Fantastic. How cool would that, that be? So I don't need the load of them, really, do I? No. You don't need any cassette deck. You can just put your MP3 player by it. You can have a little tiny, like yeah. an iPod, whatever, the little tiny ones, a little square one. You can have yeah. that with loads of games on it. Incredible. Yeah, so awesome, I'm going to yeah. get one of these little, um, I think they're 25 quid for the, the, the adapter the to the 664. Yeah. yeah. And you just plug it into that. Or you can actually make yourself one for about four quid if you buy the little bits. So I might make one, I might just buy one, because the bought ones get nice little boxes. Yeah. So that's a really cool little hint. And there's always, um, there's always SD to, whatever's SC to Commodore 64 SD to Atari and hopefully I'm going to get a cartridge one for my Atari and have all the games on that but I don't mind loading off tape it doesn't really bother me but well, it's just having all the tapes well, I've got exactly. room for well, it's the same with everything CDs and DVDs it's the room for it well I take up so much room I've kept most of my favourite Spectrum games I bought back in the day yeah yeah Ones I have a connection with. Renegade. They've still got the Woolworth stickers on there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. So I'll never get rid of them. Yeah. But, you know, when you want to play new games or you've been recommending a new game, you're not going to go out and buy another cassette, are you? Bit of Saber Wolf. Saber Wolf, oh, yeah. Some of those ultimate play the game games. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. And we should stop talking about them because I could talk honestly all day about 8 bit computers and I'm They're really the pioneers, into them. pioneers, mate, as far they as I'm concerned. They were. So that's what I got. I got Commodore 64 for a fiver. Couldn't believe that. I paid. The guy said, I'll oh, just give me some money. For, he had a load of games in there and there's not really many I wanted. I didn't want, I just wanted some to try it out with. Yeah. <clears> and I think I gave him 50p each for the games as well. Which so is. Did you get a buzz then? You're going to go like, right, I'm back next week. No. Oh, okay. Not really because <laughs> there was, there was a few things. I saw some Master System games yeah. and I saw some bits and bobs, but. To be honest with you, it's not as good. I mean, I've been no. going to car boots no. for the last 15 years and when I started out, we literally used to go back with bags and bags of games. Yeah, yeah. Literally. We I, didn't know what to do with them all. When I lived in Weymouth, uh, there used to be a, one at the school, my boy's school. And that was brilliant. I remember yeah. buying a Sega Multi Mega there for 20 quid. Yeah. And just things like that. And you used to pick up bargains. Now it's all 
PS1 if you're lucky. Well, it's Maybe not some that. Game it's just, they just don't see so much now. I think most people cotton onto eBay and yeah, they're just yeah. they've just Greed. been there's so many programs about this now, hunting these retro stuff and yeah, yeah. making money it. out of it, and it all just goes back onto eBay. So yeah. unfortunately, you know, the booties are not as good as they used to be. No, they're not. Uh, also, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day, a new podcast actually. I'll talk about it later on. And there's a guy called Vip on there who's friendly with the retro obscure, and I've been talking to him a bit as well. And I just missed him at Revival. So, hi, Vip. And he had a bit of a rant about eBay, mm. about people being greedy and, you know, putting a, a cart-only game, for instance, like a Mega Drive game, which is like, you know, Sonic or something, for like 10 quid. Yeah. And like, why are you doing that? They're worth a pound at maximum. Yeah. And he, he had, a, you know, he had a real thing about it and he said that maybe a boxing glove should come out of his computer and punch you in the face if you yeah. try and overprice well I, I used to be a big collector of the game and watch and still am really I still buy the odd one yeah. and I only sold probably 60% of my collection about five years ago to pay for Donkey Kong Jr. and a new van yeah. that's how much I got for them but mm. now that in that time they've doubled wow. and I'm looking at games that I sold back then and some people put them on there for a thousand pounds and I just oh, think for a tiny it's just not watch. worth that why are you putting it up there for a bite now you're just too greedy but the best place to be honest with you mate, like all these things is forums yeah, you know, because they get passed around yeah, between yeah. collectors, users who are going to use. You know, them, yeah, the yeah. people that are selling them on eBay are just taking the chance and trying to get as much money as yeah. they can. I've got a bunch of console stuff in my loft I need to get rid of because I've never used it in mm. years, and I'm just going to distribute it to the forums. I'm going to ask for either postage only yeah. or a few pounds for some things, and just give it to people who are going to use it. Yeah. I don't care if I make any money. I don't really want to make. I just want to get rid of it. Yeah, I want it to go to a good home where it's not going to go to landfill. Yeah. That's all I want to do with it. So there's that. Also, thanks to Simon at Clark Cave for giving me the heads up. I got some, uh, a custom, it's this like vinyl wrap for putting on control panels. Yeah. And I bought it for making a, um, I'm going to do sort of a, a Franken panel for my Naomi because there's certain games have got odd control panels. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at one right now. Yes. Um, and you know, the twin stick games, maybe a trackball, maybe a spinner, maybe a, in our case this week. A 45 degree angled joystick, you know, four way and on a 45 degree angle. And I want to be able to play these games properly. And I might just make a, s a single panel with loads of stuff on that you can use, you know, maybe three it's sticks. Like an XRK yeah, stick. a really ridiculous looking <laughs> thing, but it's only going to be doing for playing these certain games. It won't stay on there all the time, but it'll go in and out, swap in and out when yeah. you've got a game to play. And I'm going to wrap it in this vinyl. It's like almost like a carbon fiber sort of thing. Mm. And uh, this is what Clark Cade uses on his bar tops to wrap them in. It's really tough stuff because it's for cars. And that's that's a really good stuff. I think it's about five quid for about a meter of it. Right. So it's going to do a few panels, which is pretty cool. Tell me about your pickups because they're way out out list. Well, my ones, mate. Well, you want to start with a road trip? No, no. Start with that blue one just there. Oh, the blue one. Right. This was um. Well, you know I had a Popeye before. Yes. I was going to restore it myself. The only way I can restore it is in my garden, in a tent, which yeah. is not the most ideal place to do it. It was hilarious when you did that. Yeah, it was hard work, to be honest with you. It's, it's not great having that in the garden. So, <clears throat> I know Al collects Nintendo, and he was going to restore his Popeye, and then I think he decided he didn't want it, for <clears throat> space reasons, I think. Um, he said, do you, do you want it once I've done it up? I said, yeah, it'd be great. Too right. Yeah, so save me the job. And yeah. that's basically why I've done it. Just, so now you've got two Popeyes. Me the job. 
well, James has bought the other one. Ah, so that's going in the arcade next week. Yeah, I'm taking it up next week. Awesome. In the van. So you'll have a Popeye up Another good one for the arcade. So that'd be great for me to go up there and play that, because I actually got really back into it. Yes. It's a really good game. I'm so rubbish at it, it puts me off a little bit, but I like it. It's a good game. But I'm just rubbish at it. I do like it. I do like it. It is a bit hard, but too, mate, like all of them, once you start playing it, you know. Yeah. You you soon get into it, get into a rhythm, and it's really cool. Because really when, cool. when I made my Donkey Kong machine, I scratch built, I purposely made the, the monitor shroud on it. You mm. can actually take it out the back, turn it 90 degrees and put it back in again yeah. for playing games like Mario Brothers and Popeye. Yeah. But I haven't done. I've just kept playing oh, Donkey Kong and never yeah, changed yeah. it over. Well, that's your game, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, this is lovely. He's got uh, all the flat T moulding on there. and yeah, he's done a really nice job of it. He's done a fantastic really job nice, of it. Yeah. And you can see, like, the, the John Jacobson... Art decal there, the sticker. The Black goes, Dog Art Dog artwork, yeah. Yeah, there's a yellow one. I didn't realise that I brought one as well for the cab that I was going to restore. Yeah. And I stuck it on James's, mm-hmm. and it's yellow. It's different. It's a yellow and a blue one. Oh, right, okay. That's nice. Nice cool, to yeah. be different. Yeah. Yeah, that, that cab was, we put it in, and I noticed it was a little bit fuzzy on the screen. I just yeah. adjusted the focus a little bit, focus. and it is mint now. Yeah. Really, really nice picture on there now. Yeah, so nice. I'm really, really pleased with that. Really pleased. And that crate next to it, what's that the one crate, over there? The beautiful sheriff. So I don't know if you know this, guys, but um, this is a, a Grail cab of mine. We've been wanting for a long time. Never thought I was going to own one of these. Neither did I. Neither uh, did I. I can't no. believe you got it. I can't believe. One hell of a journey. Yeah. So it started with um, basically me just scouring e- uh, all the forums um, on Dragon's Lair Forum. I found this guy, Bruno, who runs the Dragon's Lair Forum. He's called Darth Nuno, isn't he? Darth Nuno. Yep, I, I know his name is Darth called Bruno. Nuno. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got an amazing collection. And I asked him a couple of times, because he had the sheriff there, I'll see it there, where we where we did sell it. And a couple of times he got back, he said, no, nah, not really... You say you say ask, you mean plead and yeah, cry at got him. Got down on my knees. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you anything. <laughs> it's my grail cap. Have my soul. Yeah, and he got back to me and said, "Well, if you want it, you can you can have it for this much." One hundred billion dollars. Yeah, and but you have to come and get it. And where is I'm not that? Where was put it? it on a crate, and I'm not going to send it to you. It's in, in Belgium. Oh, <laughs> Fabrique de Belgium. At the bottom Belge. of Belgium. Fabrique Lux- de Belgium. Near Luxembourg, really. Cool. What? So I said, yeah, okay, I'll come get it. I want it. I'm going to come and get it. When he didn't think I was going to say that, I don't <laughs> think. Because <laughs> most people just want you to cr- crate it up and send it over yeah. to them, you know? Did, but did... he knew straight away I was the right person for it, because yeah. he said to me... There's no way you would have had it if otherwise, unless you'd come to get it. He wanted something, wanted it that badly yeah, yeah. to come and get it. That's that's well played of him, I think. Yes. And like with, with these Nintendo cabs, if one turns up in this country, I think it should go to you because you've proven you're the biggest Nintendo, maybe not the biggest Nintendo no. collector, but all, certainly in the arcade way in this yeah. country, I think. Yeah got to be with all yeah. these cabs you've got and the, the amount of Nintendo I can see in, in this room around me yeah. it, it bleeds Nintendo Yeah, it does well I've gone more that way towards the arcade because I just yes. I've just think it's something a bit different yeah yeah and it's hard to find as well some of it which yeah. gives you a bit of a challenge not a lot doesn't of people it? know about it either not I mean not a lot of people know that <laughs> yeah. not a lot of people know about Sheriff to be honest with you it is such a fine game yeah I love incredible. I played Sheriff when I was a kid 
I yeah. can't remember ever seeing that cab. It must have been in like a generic yeah. cab, maybe. And I think Sega did a version of it as well, which is maybe the one I played. Oh, I don't that know. Is, that's that's really cool too. But, but that is the Nintendo version, yeah. and it actually looks like a crate. It looks like it's made of wooden it's slats. Got, it's got that saloon look about yes, it. A saloon. cowboy, like a saloon doors. Yeah. It's got a vulture on the side here. Yeah, it's the side really art nice. is just unbelievably it's good. Really nice. It's I so think- smooth. Well, you sent me all your pictures from the road trip. You did a yeah. bit of a, log, a picture log with your mate yeah. you went over with. How long did it take you to get there and back? It was, believe it or not, mate, it was 900 miles Ooh. there and back. Um, it literally took us, we left at half seven Saturday morning. We didn't get there till seven o'clock at night. Yeah. Although we did stop off because my friend Mark, who's, he's, he loves arcade games, but he doesn't collect any. Yeah. He, he loves, we, we meet up with the car boots. We'll get him into that. Yeah. And um, he wanted to stop off at some car boots. I thought, yeah, fair enough. He's coming with me. He's going to be my co-pilot. So I thought, yeah, okay, we'll do a bit what you want to do as well. Sort Busman's of a, holiday. Yeah, yeah sort cool. of husband and wife <laughs> partnership <laughs> going on. <laughs> I hope there was no, I hope there was no arguments. No. Like that. <laughs> no. The map's upside down, I you know, idiot. But he was absolutely brilliant. And we, I think we only got lost once, and that was All at right. night time. And it was a bit foggy as well, so yeah. that's understandable. But it was incredible all across Belgium. I've never driven on the other side of the road or the oh, wrong yeah, side of the road. Yeah, yeah, the wrong So that side. was all new for me. Yeah, yeah, I bet. And passing loads of old tanks and stuff like that. It really felt like I was in sort of a World War Two movie. Do you know what I wow, mean? Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Re- I mean, he's right out of the way, right out in the sticks. Yeah, I saw the pictures and of his sort of barn. That have you seen the arcade. picture of his barn? Yes. It's just you wouldn't think it was an arcade. No, I thought, I th- when I looked at the pictures you sent me, because I put them, they're all on the show notes yeah. in, in your own little, um, yeah. little gallery. And I looked on the show notes and thought, why is he taking a picture of a random barn for yeah. the idiot? And I, lo- and I looked and went, oh my God, they're all in there. Yeah. How weird is that? I couldn't believe because you couldn't see how far it went back. Yeah. It was literally just the, the front elevation of the building. Yeah. You walk through the door and straight away you, you knew you were in an arcade. It's a, yeah, like, yeah. purple walls like this. <gasps> wow. All neon lights, fluorescent lights all around the wall. As soon as you walk in, you see a computer space, a pong. Whoa. Uh, Star Wars cockpit to your left, uh, the whole row of Dragon's Lair. Um, space Ace Space and Ace yeah, yeah. I've never wow. seen and then there's like three rooms all in all oh wow and the main room's like a step down you have to watch your head you go downstairs and yeah. you, as soon as you walk down you see the big uh, Galaxian Theatre <gasps> cab oh I remember seeing about that on I, it might have been one of, I'm not part of Dragon's Lair forums but I remember reading about that yeah. and I read all of it because he had such a long trip and he had to find bits and there's, there's multiple laser discs in that game there's two laser runs two laser discs because it's got two projectors wow so it's running two laser discs pioneers I think they are and yeah. he's got two amplifiers Yamaha amplifiers doing the surround sound which are running on both speakers so you can wow. imagine the sound in there oh, it's incredible Incredible. You just get totally immersed in the in the experience. How many players play on it? Because you've got the big Gatling guns, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, he was telling me um, he, his support's six players. Six? And it would have had an operator. <gasps> so the operator would have told you to come in and sit oh, down whoa. and take your money off you or whatever. But he said the one in Japan, because he gets a lot of Japanese interest, yeah. had 36 players. <gasps> Oh my god! That'd apparently be, that'd there was like, that'd be the size of a block. I know it's massive, and apparently there was three in the UK. There was one in Blackpool, oh, one that, in Trocadero. They all got smashed up. Doesn't surprise me. I've got one question for Namco. Who, who built this? Could you have made it any more difficult? <laughs> yeah, because he actually replaced um, all the parts he had missing and, and refurbished yeah. it from scratch. Yeah, he must have a brain the size of a long, planet to work that out. Do you know how long it took him? I don't know five years to oh put my, it together. That is dedication. A total dedication. 
Wow. And this guy, Bruno, he's unbelievable. He's a total dedicated arcade collector. He's done 50 road trips. Wow. He's been to the UK. Yeah. And, he, and tell you what, he's really pleased and happy that a couple of UK, UK guys had come over to him because he's never had any. Yeah, oh, really? And he's been over to the UK loads of times. Do you know what? If I'd... I couldn't get the time off at the time because I've, I've got a lot of work on at the moment. If I could have gone with you... Yeah. I'd have jumped to the chance. Oh, you would have done that. Because I'd have, I would have probably just you stayed there. You would have absolutely there. loved it, mate. <laughs> I'd have stayed it, it there. Just, I just wish we stayed another night because it was too much driving, to yeah, be honest with you. Yeah, I bet. I, I was so tired. I was just pumped myself full of Red Bulls. I absolutely hate, but I, ha- I had to because I just, Vile. I was just so tired the whole yeah, time. Yeah, wow. And then it, when it came to sleeping that night, I couldn't even sleep. So I, excited. I, I drunk so much caffeine oh, right, in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're excited about your new cab. Yeah, and the new cab. That is brilliant. So, so Sheriff came from Belgium. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's really he, cool. He found man. it in, Ge- in, in, in a bar in Belgium, believe it or not. It's good condition. It's really it's good condition, condition, actually, yeah. Sadly, it's not quite working at the moment. Something came loose when you came back? No, I mean, it, it was there was a fault when I was there with it. I mean, I've seen these faults before, and I, I, I just thought, you know, it's, it's got to be an easy fix. I mean, it's something yeah. you could probably do anyway. But I'll have a look in a minute. Yeah. yeah, we'll have a look when we finish. Yeah. Because they, they use similar boards to Space Fever. That's right, but it's got on there WG, which is the ah, original yeah. show. Board, yeah, but the one that did you know there was a chef board pit that turned up on DLF for sale and I brought it last week. Oh, nice, I, I told you, didn't I? Has it come yet? It hasn't come yet, oh, but right. that's got uh STF on it, so that would have been a space fever board, yes, been converted. Been converted. It'd be interesting to see how they've converted it because you need some extra controls for the, the cooker knob controller yes. for your, your gunman, yeah. So that'd be interesting because I could probably turn one of my boards into a chef yeah. and I could do a cocktail. That would be because I have a load of cocktails yeah. spare. That'd be super cool. And if I ever get the time in my life before yeah. I die, I would like to do that because yeah. I do like sheriff and I know someone who can give me the controls as well. I've got a spare yeah. cooking up control. Another interesting thing about the cab is looking at Luke's uh, Sega sheriff. That's Luke Wells, yeah, our friend from the UK back he, forums. He, yeah, he's got a sheriff. It's a mm-hmm. Sega version. Yes. It's a mirrored game. So the game is mirrored up. That's right, yeah. Like yeah. the old Space Invaders. So, so the monster's at the bottom in a box. Yes. His version has got a fluorescent backdrop that's been painted. Oh, okay. So it looks like your sheriff. Yeah. Is, is in like a, a, a sort of environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one hasn't. All right. Does it supposed to have? Do you know? Well, we don't know. Oh. But I thought to myself, wouldn't it be cool to make one up? You, know? you need to get onto the guy who wrote our Nintendo Bibles and see if he knows yeah. anything about it. He's he's a really good he Nintendo. Know, I've, I, he does know that I've picked that up. He doesn't know much more than I yeah. do, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, it's something to look at. I mean, I need to get in the back of it and have a look because I can see a bit of card in there. We'll have a look in a minute. Yeah, you know, I'm, it's I'm got quite a couple of little faults with it. With the the, the control panel's got a crack in it. And, uh, that's nothing. We'll yeah, that. but you know, for its really age and its rarity, I mean, oh, there's God, only two yeah. of these we know of. Yeah, I've I've never seen one. Not in the in the flesh like yeah. that, and it's it's nice to see it. It looks very similar to a Donkey Kong, but it's it's very upright at the front, rather than a more, sort of an angled part. Yeah, it's and, more angular, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it hasn't got a sloping marquee. It's got a very straight, yeah. all-in-one marquee. And they've put it's not original. There's four wheels on this cab, although it's a lot heavier and it's wider than a normal oh, Nintendo really? cab. Having oh. the four wheels on there, they're not original, uh, makes it easier. But yeah. it would have had a box. At the bottom, like the others yes. do, with two wheels at the back. I actually made one of those for my Donkey I, I re- reproduced my Donkey Kong Jr. one. I made it right. an inch and a half thick. Right. A real big, thick, chunky one. And I remade, I made one for my Donkey Kong. Well, that's something I might do for that. They're easy to make. Yeah. Really simple. Yeah, you can get I don't know, it's got like a white mould inside. Yep, a bit of uh, limelight. 
Yeah. The, the cleaner limelight, get rid of that. It, it kills that like off a, lime. Oh, does it? Lime scale, yeah, yeah. It kills yeah. off mould. That's what I did in one of my cabs ages ago. And it got rid of it all, never came back. Excellent. So was that like a spray or just a yes, paint? just a spray you put yeah. on. It gives it a wipe. No problem at all. So that's a bit of, bit of yeah. a big pickup. So I, did, I, I know it's massive and it was an uh, epic journey. I've interviewed Bruno. Yes. So it, I do a whole walk round of his arcades. Yes. You can see there's loads of pictures of all of his awesome arcade machines. Yeah, yeah. I've got some pictures. All, all pictures are in your little gallery on the show. Yeah. There's a link to it. We'll put the chat you had with Bruno at the end of this podcast. Yeah, sure. So hold on, people, and listen to that at the end. I'm sure it'll be really good. Can I just say one more thing? I mean, it's just inspired me for next year to organise uh, a trip to Eurocade. Ah. And if guys are interested, yes. maybe we can sort out yes. a, a bus. Yes. A minibus. Yes. And we can all just drive over. It'd be doesn't cool. Matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. take long. Doesn't, doesn't cost matter. much. I'm sold. I'm sold already. Awesome. Whereabouts is it, by the way? I don't know. But I think it's in Belgium. It's actually next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Because Bruno's... Uh, taking one of his cabs there oh right okay but it'd be awesome something different isn't it is it sort of like a, a play event but obviously in Europe yeah but that I think it's just arcades oh you know yeah I'm, I'm for that I think yeah that'd be cool my wife said to me um, oh I'd love to go to Belgium yeah so that's a bit of a selling well, point now isn't Belgium, it yet. no no never no. been never been yeah Always like to. Yeah, well, I didn't really see much. I passed through it, really. Yeah. Um, didn't really see much of the big towns, but what I did like, what I did see, I did like, you know. Cool. Really cool. Sounds really good. How about a bit of feedback? What we got then, dude? Well, I was trying to listen, uh, catch up listening to the Broken Token podcasts. You know, the, the Southern guys. Yeah. Their podcasts are brilliant. I really like them. They're really long, though. That's the only thing. They're really long. But I like them being long. They go into depth about stuff, yeah. and they, they do chat each other's hind legs off, and I yeah. love it. I really like it. Uh, but trying to listen to um, to catch up with them. They've done loads lately. I've missed a load. I'm trying to catch up with different podcasts I listen to. I'm on episode five of them. Just listen to episode five. And they were talking about um, getting hold of some new old stock Asahi Siki coin mac plates you know for donkey kong oh, okay. the coin plate and uh, he actually found some brand new ones this company really? sahi siki are based in las vegas oh. but they are actually a japanese company they get everything made in japan at a, a warehouse over there and um, he i think he bought five i think he was saying he bought brand new ones so i was listening thinking hold on a minute i made some of those recently because yeah, yeah. i'm an engineer and yeah. I, I work on a cnc mill and i made some some for myself I made some for tony temple to put on his donkey kong 2 and i made some for your donkey kong 3 with stanley engraved on them yeah. and they are Very perfect cool they are. one-to-one reproductions but mine are a little bit thicker mm. i think mine have got metric um threads on them as well mm. whereas the originals have uh, imperial but i've got older guys on there and told them I made these on, on Twitter, I think it was. And they got quite interested in it. And I sent them some pictures mm. and they got even more interested <laughs> in it. So I'm going to do them a, uh, a Broken Token logo. They've, oh, they've got a BT cool. logo with some swirls yeah, yeah. around it. I'm going to do four of them for them because they're yeah. going to put them on their machines. Awesome. So hopefully I'll get on, I'll take the, the CAD dongle home from work and just digitize it into the CAD. I can just do it. I've got the blanks made already. I just go is, is do the engraving on it and that's it. So I can do them pretty quick and send them they're off. They're very lucky guys. Yes. Those. So they're pretty cool. Ah, Sean Holly, our, our friend who's always on to us, who's, who gives us loads of feedback. I wish everyone else was as good with feedback as Sean is. That's moaning at you listeners. <laughs> Please give us some more feedback. We like it. We want to talk to you. Talk to us. Uh, he suggested we do a competition sometime. Uh, we've been talking about this for a while now, and I've got a really nice uh, Pac-Man clock I want to give away as a prize. And it's uh, there wasn't many of these made because I made them. 
Mm. And they made out of perspex, uh, milled perspex, and then they're glued all together with a, a clock in. And they're, they're of um, Blinky, uh, Speedy, Blinky, the red one from yeah. the Red Ghost from Pac-Man. Uh, you've got one in your arcade. I've got a black one in mine because I'm the, the, the only black one. And I think I did, I think I did an orange one for someone and a light blue one. And I did loads of red ones for people. And I had one left over, so mm. I'll probably offer that up as a prize. And I think you said you'd have a Nintendo prize sometime as well. Yeah. So that. we've got to think of a, some kind of competition first. Better start thinking, haven't we? Better start thinking, yeah. <laughs> something that, that not everyone can just Google up and find yeah. the answer to. They need to have a little bit of knowledge, maybe. About it, yeah. Maybe maybe get some constructive uh, things going on with, make, you know, get someone to do as a logo or maybe a little tune or something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, so we're also, have to put up with your singing all the time. Yeah, That'd be wrong good idea. Singing. I'll be singing along to you it. you get a detuner. <laughs> how dare, how dare you. Uh, also, did you see the, the artwork Sean did for us? He, he did he, he did some pictures for us. I put it on the Facebook page. Yeah. It was it's got the, it's the Cuba. Oh, with that's the, right. Yeah, I did with see the, that. With the number 19. Yeah, and I said cool. to Sean, right, you've got a job now. You're part yeah. of the 10 pence arcade. <laughs> you can never go. You can never leave. You're part of us now. So hopefully, Sean, if he has enough time, we'll do us some little logos for the next game with a number of, you know, for advertising the new podcast, cool. which is really, really cool. I really liked it. Uh, Pete likes the sound of the four quarters bar from your review you did and the audio you had from there and hopefully Pete I'll be finding out tonight how good it is yeah get down there Pete yep WTG Bob loved the last podcast so thank you very much Bob uh, I should be selling him uh, one of my spare master systems too I've just uh, worked it all out for him it all works fine and our friend Sean we were talking about earlier was listening and DK3 was his favourite out of the series he's not into Donkey oh, really? Kong as much yeah he really likes Donkey Kong 3 oh there you go it's pretty cool someone likes it absolutely <laughs> Ah, also, Alpha One, Ol, remember we was playing uh, Balloon Bomber uh, uh, Revival the other week? Yeah. That game we thought was quite difficult, and we were saying, oh, we'd love to see a, a dedicated, yeah. it must be really rare. He knows, in inverted commas, someone who's got one. Really? In the UK? Yeah. Oh. Him, obviously. Oh, he's got a Balloon he's got Bomber. everything. Well, he does collect them, doesn't he? He's got everything. He yeah. collects the Taito... Yeah. Uh, TV cab, the TT cabs. Yeah, all called. the early stuff. And he hopefully will be making an appearance at some event sooner or later. Awesome. So that'd be really cool. We'll get the whole line-up there. Yes, all the Titos together. Yeah. That'd be really line nice. Line-up them and a line-up Nintendos. How cool would that be? That would be super duper. <laughs> really, really cool. Then mine are not coming out for a while. <laughs> Shout-outs! Uh, we've got to give Sean Meldon a shout-out. For the barn, basically. I mean, yeah. thank you, Sean, for all your all your arcadeness over the years. Yeah, he's, he's inspired loads of people. He's sold people cabs. He's given cabs away. He's helped people. He's put on shows. He's been in retro gamer. He's done loads of stuff. So, yeah. Sean and also Bruce and Aaron, who also yeah. helped out with the barn, who sort of didn't really see that much of them and heard much of what they did, but they also did good jobs. A lot behind jobs. the scenes. Yes, a lot behind yeah. the scenes, yeah. And we don't really hear much from Bruce anymore, which is a bit of a shame because Bruce is a really cool guy. Yeah. So that'd be really cool. And, yeah, so thank you, Sean, and the guys for doing the barn. And sadly, you know, no longer, but uh, you better come and see us because I know where he lives. Yeah, we'll go and meet, see, won't we? I'll seek him out. Sean's always welcome. Yeah, it's a bit of a drive for him, but he's always welcome here. Also, my shout-out Martin White, Guddler, for holding on to this warm-out cab that I really want. It's um, Cosmic Alien. Remember the one we were playing at Unigame that time we all really got into? And I really like it, and it didn't sell. And I said to him, sort of half-jokingly, but more serious than not, saying, if you can't sell it, keep hold of it a couple of months, I'll have it in a couple of months. And he yeah. said, you serious? I said, yeah. yeah. Bet your ass This I'm is serious. Astro Blaster, isn't it? No, 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 no. Cosmic Alien. Oh, Cosmic Alien. Universal yeah. game. This is a, a, 
a German licensed version because the Germans right. got a lot of wall mount machines. Can you change the boards over them easy enough? No. No, it's dedicated Universal, but I love that game. Yeah. And I'd like to, and also, because it can go on the wall. I mean, you need some really sturdy brackets. Yeah. They've got to go into brickwork. You can't just go into, yeah. into a plasterboard. And they go on the wall, so it'll save a lot of room in the arcade. So I can probably fit two of those on. Awesome. And I also know of one that might be for sale soon of Carnival. <sighs> one of my yeah. favourite games. One of my favourite games. One as of well. those cocktails turned up last year and he brought it, but didn't have the room. Yeah, but I yeah. wanted it so bad because I really like that game and I love the artwork for it. Yes, I love it. I it's play cool. it on the, tele- the television version. really good of Did Carnival. You? Yeah, it's yeah, really it's good. Great. It's really good. So yeah, thanks Martin for holding on to that for me. He's even offered to um, come and deliver it for me. Oh, I think cool. he lives uh, somewhere in the south. I can't remember where he lives. That's really cool. Also, Vip, who I mentioned earlier, who helps out with some other podcasts and, and appears on some other ones, he asked me to check out the arcade scene in Dawn of the Dead. You must have seen Dawn of the Dead back in the day. Dawn the old, of the Dead. The old Zomboid yeah. film. Yeah, I don't, don't remember an arcade scene in there. Well, if you YouTube it, and I've put a, yeah. a little link on the show notes so you can have a look at it yourself, he was inspired or reminded after listening to us talking about the EM games at Michael mm. Johnson's in America and Seattle. That? There's loads of EM games yeah. in, in this, um, in Dawn of the Dead. Cause remember, it's 1978 Dawn of the Dead. It's an old film. And yeah. I said to him, oh, it'll probably be all EM games. We don't really do that on this podcast, even though we like them. And uh, I actually looked on there on the, on the YouTube clip of it. And there's a couple of games I actually recognize. And there's Quack from mm-hmm. Atari, which is an old light gun shooting game. There was uh, an F1 projection game, a Formula One game, racing game. Gunfight, remember Gunfight? Gunfight, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that's in there because that's seventy eight. It's old Boot Hill. Yep, yeah, yeah. And uh, Atari Night Driver. Night Driver. You know the old black yeah. and white yeah. one. Oh, and there's some crappy zomboids trying to get into JC Penney's as well. Did you talk of EM games? There was a uh, guy on DLF who found an old barn. It was another road trip. Yeah. Got there, found loads of Ooh, cabs inside, that. Yeah. and it, there were some lovely EM games in there. Some really rare ones. Safari. Yeah. It's got some fantastic side art and Blue Shark. Yeah. You heard of them? I remember those, yeah. Yeah. I, I, my, you... my memory, it, it is in the 70s as well, when I was yeah. really young, is hazy, but I played loads of those EM games. Oh, I used do, to yeah. love them. They were all, always at carnivals. They were always, uh, um, you know, seaside towns. And Bruno oh, had, was he was selling it, but I think, I think I sent you a picture of it. It was an Indy 500 racing game and it ran, yeah. it ran a projector at the back yes. of a road uh-huh. and your car was just a piece of plastic yeah, yeah. On, a, on a, on a rod, stick. on a yeah. stick yeah. and you just moved that about. Yeah, but it's, it's more playable than it sounds, isn't it? Yeah, well, it? he said it wasn't. He was getting rid of it. Well, the thing is, I think video guys like Bruno and ourselves yeah. tend to think of them as a bit old hat. Yeah. But when you go back to them, you haven't played them for years, and you used to play them as a kid, they are really playable. Yeah. When I played at Michael Johnson's, I was really getting into, especially the baseball yeah. game. And um, the other one was the the one with the, I said about the phantom yeah. car, which it, it projected an image of a car which yeah. didn't actually touch the other cars. God knows how it worked. And that was really playable. Yeah. I mean, you could actually, you actually, you played it with a bit of skill. It wasn't just a quick game and that was it. You it was a bit like that skill. little handheld one. Do you remember that? Night Driver? I the had little, that. The little steering wheel, you moved your fingers. That. Yes, I had that as a kid. That was a brilliant, yeah. that was a clockwork game yeah. that was. So that was sort of EM. Yeah, that was really cool. That really annoyed me though, because it's in front of, uh, he had a Burger Time, Bruno, and that oh. game was right in front and I couldn't get to it and I really wanted to play Burger Time. Yeah, what, the American, what a shame. Yeah, the big American with the... With his hat. Yeah. Peter Pepper. Yeah. Oh, wicked game, wicked game. Any more shout-outs for you, mate? You need to well, just well? a massive shout-out to Bruno and his wife for going to get the pizzas when we got there. We were so tired. Oh, nice. 
got us a load of pizzas in and loads of drinks. Hospitality was brilliant. Uh, oh, yeah, just cool. a really nice guy. Thanks, Bruno, and I'm definitely coming back to see you. Awesome, and I'll yes. maybe bring some UK mates too. Well, definitely me. Uh, hopefully, yeah. I'll see Bruno next year. You're okay. Yeah. Not this year, obviously, because we've got um, James, James and Andy's thing next week. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't wait. That sounds yeah. really well to put on our calendars. That sounds really definitely, cool, mate. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, Bruno. Sounds good. Let's go on to what console stroke computer game should have been in the arcades. Shall I do mine first? Yeah, go on. Right, the game I mentioned earlier, Grid Runner. Grid Runner. iOS, and I think it's on Android as well. I've been playing it on my, well, mine and the wife's iPad. It's an awesome bit of kit there, Vic. I, I, I wish I'd never got into Apple, but it's because yeah, you always hated me. Apple. Yes. You always said to me, "Don't, I'm never going to buy yes, Apple." I know. I thought you were just being goth. I know they've they've got their Apple claws into yeah, me because it's so good. It is pretty good. That yeah. iPad, I thought when we bought it in America, it was it was nearly half price in America because the exchange rate is mm. so good. And it's an Apple Air. It talks to our Apple TVs at home so you can project so things onto the TV. So easy to use. They really yeah. are cool. Yeah. And I said to the wife, yeah, let's get one. It's not that much money. We'll get one. I probably won't use it. And she mm. said, oh, if you don't, I'll give you the rest of the money and I'll use it for my... She, yeah. work, she works at university so she can do presentations on it and stuff. I said, yeah, no problem. And I have been using it. Mm. Um, <laughs> I ju we just jailbreaked it. So it's it's open now, like yeah. like opening a phone, I suppose, yeah. and you can put unsigned code on it. And because Mame was available very very briefly with uh, a certain game, and you can actually run all of Mame with it if you put ROMs on there and you knew how to do it. And then they stopped it. Apple stopped it immediately when they found out Why? it's a bit of a grey area because oh. the ROMs aren't legal and blah right. blah blah. You know, even though they're thirty odd year games. And um, so what you have to do is you jailbreak it, which is quite easy. Wife did it for me. She's my sort of IT really? manager. Yep, okay. really simple. Sorted that out, and then you can put... You do it from your own computer, and you sort of do it wirelessly. So you put ROMs on there, and it just flipping works. Unbelievable. So um, we're going to put... We've got it with us now, and I bought an iCade to go yeah. with it, which is a little thing. You just sit the thing You've in. You've already stripped it apart. I've already modded it already. <laughs> an iCade... We'll like? do a little bit of a review while we're here, actually. Yeah. The iCade is a little... It looks like a little tiny bar top. Yeah. And all it is is, is a set of eight buttons... A joystick and a little bit to put the iPad in. It just sits in there. There's no holding it or anything. You can put the iPad in. In this one, with my iPad, you can only put it in vertically. It won't fit in horizontally. So what I did is I stripped the wooden bits away from the side, the actual cab parts, because it's a bit cumbersome bringing it around here and if I want to take it on the plane and stuff. And I've just left the control panel, which is like the IK2 in America. Mm. You can't get over here. It's just oh, a plastic really? thing. Yeah, it's like that. Oh. And it's just plastic. So you can put it in either way for playing horizontal and vertical games, because I want to play both in it. And what we're going to do is, when we do the review of Cuba in a minute, we're going to have it run in the background. Mm. And we can actually keep an eye on things and remember certain things about the game and have some ambient sounds going on it as well. And this iCode is really, really cool, but the buttons on it were quite stiff and really, really clicky. And also, in my opinion, the joystick is a little bit too tall for my liking. Yeah. I might just get it on the lathe at work and just take 10mm off the top. So it's a little bit shorter, like a you know Japanese arcade. But the actual joystick quality is really good. Mm. It's almost like a Samoir copy inside. I look at it. And I changed the gate on the bottom, so you can actually put four and eight-way gate on it now for four and eight-way games. And I also just changed the buttons around. Not this micro switch, it's just the buttons. And I've got red, yellow, green, blue. I need a green button. I'm missing a green button. Red, yellow, green, blue, like Neo Geo. Two black ones underneath it for the six buttons. And then... Uh, one player and two player starts next to mm -hmm. it, or a coin and a one player start. And I'm really pleased with it. It yeah. cost me 25 quid from CEX second hand. You've and it, it works like a dream. This week, you? Yeah, yeah. I've been buying a lot, lucky for you? a change, lucky for that in that <laughs> respect. So yeah, that's really, really cool. 
I really like it. Yeah. But also, as I was getting onto the iOS game I've been playing on there, is a game called Gridrunner. I was put onto by Aaron Hickman, who's Diagamblic on Retro Obscura, who I've been talking to a lot lately. He's a cool guy. And he said, Oh, have you played Gridrunner? So, of course I have. It's an old Vic 20 game, mm. you know. It's, I used to play it when I was about eight. And I love Llamasoft games. And you've met Jeff Minter. Yeah. He's a really cool guy. Real trippy bloke. Yeah, got a picture of me with Jeff Minter. Put yeah. That, put that on the forum. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he, he he creates really psychedelic games. Yeah. But he's very inspired by arcade games. And this game is no exception. It's got loads of um, arcade samples as the music. Yeah. And some really weird goat noises and people talking in the background. And it's a really, really trippy game. This game was 69 pence. That's incredible. And as I said earlier, you turn it one way, you get another game. Turn it another way, you get another game. And up right, you get the iOS version. It's really addictive. You're going to get it on your iPhone. Oh, mate. definitely. It's mate. really, really good. And uh, well, I sort of talked to uh, Diagamblic about it, Aaron, and I said, "Oh, this is definitely going on the you know the console, computer games, modern games. It should be in an arcade cabinet." He said, "Oh yeah, what about with a trackball?" I was like, "Whoa, you yeah. hit the nail on the head there." Yeah. Imagine that game with a trackball. It plays a bit like Centipede. It's very but quick. It's, it's oh, very, very yeah. quick. Yeah. And the, the the levels are like a Williams game. You know, yeah. it's, it's frantic level yeah. done. Frantic level done. Yeah. And it, it's it's really cheesy humour as well. It's got silly humour, which is childish, and I love it. And it's got all these different sounds. It's really psychedelic. It's got any llamas in it? I don't think there is in this one. But most of his games, with have, most of his gamers have got llamas or goats or yeah. yaks of some sort in. But yeah, that game in an yeah. arcade cab with a big old like twenty five inch screen with a. Um, but the one thing about the iOS games is normally it's auto fire. Mm. So you don't, you're not tapping on the screen. And I think it fires all the time. I'm not really mucked about the settings yet to see if you can, cause I prefer it with a button on yeah. the iCade, but obviously when you've got an iPad or an iPod or, you know, an f- iPhone, you don't want to be tapping on the screen all the time. All you do is just, you control this Move thing your around. Finger. Yeah. But it is so, so playable, even with a finger. Mm. Sounds a bit rude. <laughs> Playing with a finger. <laughs> but yeah, that game in the arcade would be absolutely awesome. So have you got a pick for us? Yes, I have got a pick, Vic. It's a Game Boy Advance game called yeah. Curry Curry Kururin. Kuru Kuru Kururin. Pronounced right. It's a bit of a mouthful. It's a Japanese title, isn't it? Kuru Kuru Kururin. Do you remember a game called Crazy Balloon? Yes, Crazy Balloon's a mega that game. That sort of mechanic. Yes. You've got a funny little character, a little Japanese. I don't know what it is. Funny looking character. And he puts his helmet on. And it's got like rotor blades. So you've got like a top down view. I'm sure you've got a helmet like that. With his head. Yeah. Okay. And it's like rotor blades. And he just spin around two of them. Yeah. And you've got like a maze to get through. Let me just have a quick grasp of that um, box yeah. art there. Let me have a look at it. So the rotor blades, if they touch the sides of the path or the oh, maze yes. that you're getting through, yeah, that's cool. it. That game looks just over. like Crazy Balloon, but it's yeah. the longer uh, rotor blades rather than the balloon right. waving around. Very this, addictive. Just looking at this, this game really, really looks like Camel Try. Played that? Never heard of it. Camel Try, it looks like this. I don't think it plays like it. And you're a ball. Yeah. And you've basically got to move the, the maze around you to get the ball in certain places, so rather you're, you're... like the um, bonus level on Sonic. You know, when you oh, ping okay. him around and you so move you your things around you stay stagnant in the middle. That's right, yeah. And everything turns around you. It looks really colourful, though. It's what would you play that cool. with? Trackball or bu- buttons? No, just buttons, yeah. What? And a D- D-pad. D-pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Like Very you. cool. But that would make a great arcade game. I think it would. It's really it's colourful, simple, isn't it? It's quick. It's fast. You take know, your, it's take got a, you've got a time limit on it as well. So, yeah, that'd be a great game. Check it out on the Game Boy Advance. It's quite cheap. I think you can get it for under a fiver. Yeah, I've got it on an emulator. I'll have to try yeah. it out. It looks really cool. 
We've had another one. I can't remember. I think it was actually um, Diagamblic again, Aaron. He's, cause we were talking about 800XL. We had a, we had a little chat the other day on um, Facebook chat. We was all talking together about the, the future podcast we're going to do. And we started, we sent him off to a sideline about talking about um, Atari 800XL games, because he's got one. And he, he was talking about games he used to play, and he was a few I, he knew of that I didn't know, and mm. vice versa. He said, have you played Yumpf? I went, what? Well, you, what's that? He said, oh, it's a new game. It's a homebrew game. Oh, cool. So he sent me a quick video to a YouTube video. Wow. What a cool game. Have you played Trailblazer before on the, the old Commodore 64, probably on the Spectrum Atari 8 no, I've heard of it, but I'm going to play it. It was like a, a checkerboard grid, like Space Harrier, mm-hmm. and you have a bouncing ball. Mm-hmm. And basically, you've got to shift the thing around to miss out the holes and collect things as you're bouncing mm-hmm. along, and you, you, the motion of bouncing. This is like that game, wrapped up in a tube and looking down into it, Tempest styly. Oh right. Yeah, it looked really, really cool. So I'll probably get that for my Android XL when I'm buying my cartridge thingy for it. Because uh, all these new, the new homebrew games that are coming out, I'm going to buy them. I'm not just going to copy them. I'm going to buy them on ROMs because they're, they're like they're like iOS games. They're like mm. 69p or a couple of pounds. Mm. Not a lot, of and it's it's supporting these people to make more new games for these old systems that we love. And they're doing all sorts. I mean, in television, they're doing it. ColecoVision are doing it. Atari, Commodore 64, Spectrums. They've been doing it for years. Mm. Basically, they've never stopped. They've just slowed yeah. down a bit. And these games are getting better quality than what I remember in, in yeah. on the old machines. They're making the most out of the machine, aren't they? And they're even using extra extra RAM and yeah. different bits and stuff. And if it's on a ROM, you can use all sorts. You can use multi-load because you're not waiting for a loader anymore because it's on one of these new carts. Because that's one of the things I found in that Commodore 64. I played, I loaded up Salamander and I played the first level without even losing a life. It was so easy. And then it said, press play on tape. I was like, hold on a minute. It's loading the next level. Okay, so press play on tape, waited another minute or so, wasn't very long. Played the next level, got killed at the end of the boss. Please rewind to zero. And, oh, oh no, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. What are you on about? How did we put up with that back in the day? No, yeah, we did. There's nothing else, was there? Yeah. So, yeah, yump, I want to check that out. Cool. We would be really cool in the arcade. But it's a, it was a, a, a raster game, not a vector. You know, thinking of Tempest, but sort of with Trailblazer yeah. in, in a tube and weird, but really, really cool. Let's get on to Game yes. of the Week! This is a classic. Hello, I'm Grey Dog. This is a top 10 game, really. It's one of those classics from back in the day, man. And it is Cubert yeah. by Gottlieb, 1982. Uh, isometric puzzle action game. Action. You wouldn't say it's that action, no, but it's really. a it's a wicked game. Yeah. It's a bouncy, 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 yeah. bouncy game. That's what it is. Uh, this was uh, made by a guy called Warren Davis and a guy called Jeff Lee, and the game was briefly named Snots and Boogers. It was also named at exclamation hash question mark at exclamation, which is not quite a snappy title as Cubert, really, is it? It was sort of um, it was they sort of made it out like he was swearing. Yeah. Or he swears. And that's what was actually an early prototype of the game. But they thought, that's a stupid name. No one, yeah. no one's going to call it that. <laughs> so they called it, they went for Hubert and Cubes and Cubert came yeah. about. Cubert's an isometric game, as we said. It's, uh, you're, the, the game screen, it's a, a vertical game, even though the actual orientation or the pixels are square, I found out earlier. So you could actually play it on a horizontal if you could turn oh, it around. Okay. And it's this actual square game. And a lot of those, it was called Milestar hardware and a few games came out 
Mad Planets was another one used the same hardware, and some of the other Cubert games. And it's an isometric game, and you play on a pyramid of these sort of isometric cubes. And the idea is you, your protagonist, Cubert, little orange guy with no arms and a huge hooter, and he's got very springy legs. You must step on each square to change its colour to, to what the level requires. On the first few levels, you just got to touch it once, and that's it. And when you jump back on it, it stays the same colour. And you just touch all the cubes, and that's the level done. On the, the later levels, you've got to touch them twice. You've got to turn them twice. And then on later levels, they can keep turning, and you've got to turn them all to the same colour, which it brings in the puzzle elements. I never got that far, but it gets harder later, and you've got to make sure they're all the same colour. And every time you jump on them, they change back to another colour, so you've got to sort of work out yeah. how many times to hop on them with all the other guys chasing you. Red blobs fall down the pyramid to the bottom. They just go down and sort of randomly. They don't go back up. They never go back up. They always go down. If they hit you, you're dead. A bigger purple blob comes down as well. Only one of these, but you can have up to four, I think, red blobs at a time. The purple one's a bit bigger. And when he gets to the bottom, he turns into Coily, the, the dopey-looking stupid snake with his fangs. And he bounces around like a spring, and he actually goes for you. He will f follow you around. He goes a little bit slower than you, so you can outrun him, but he will go after you. The idea with Coily is you get to the edge of the screen and there's some little flying discs, little rotating discs. And when you jump on the disc, it hops you to the top of the screen and Coily will try and follow you off. He's so stupid, he'll follow you off the edge of the screen and plunge to his death. Mm. And that's the way of killing Coily. But he always comes back. But he'll come back as the blob and he'll blob, 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 all the way back to the bottom and then he'll start chasing you again. So what you do is you do as many cubes as you can in the time and go back onto another, another flying thing, wait for him, let the idiot fall off again. Get 500 points. Brilliant. But it's not that not that easy with all this other stuff going around. On the later levels, you get two other characters. When you, you either get Blobs or you'll get Ugg and Wrong Way. These are really weird pig-looking, round-the-wrong-way type characters. They're odd. I don't know what the heck they're on when they did this. And they have a sort of weird pattern they move along they don't flop down the screen they sort of go from one side and the other goes up the other side and they sort of get in the way and you can have two of each of these guys on the screen at once which makes it quite difficult because you don't quite know where they're going to go you've got to avoid them at all, all costs because they kill you when you get on the 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 flying disc and it takes you to the top the screen will flash for a second and everything will be cleared off the screen mm. even if you know if coily jumps off the side of the screen it'll kill it clear them off as well but then mm. you, you're back to a blank playing field and you can start doing your hopping around again but sometimes, if your coil is not close enough, he won't hop off the edge of the screen at you. No, really. But, yeah. but when you go to the top, it clears it all out anyway, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. But Coily stays on the screen, as far as I remember. Mm. So you won't kill him. Mm. He might not. I don't know. I never, I never actually got on... First couple of stages, it gets wiped. Maybe later on, he stays Yeah, maybe. On. I'm not sure. But I remember I didn't actually let uh, Coily free. When I, when I jumped on a disc, I made sure he was going to dive off the side and kill himself. So yeah, I never did that. There's also some green little characters which don't hurt you, but a green blob will come down. Only one of them at a time every now and again. If you touch that green blob, everything on the screen is frozen for a few seconds. And like other games, like Pac-Man and the Ghosts of Blue, you can go through them. So you can jump on the same block as a, a bad guy's on and it won't kill you. You can actually get that block. and It's only a few seconds. It's really, really quick. There's another two green guys, one called Slick and one called Sam. Basically, they do the same thing, but one of them is wearing a pair of cool sunglasses. They jump on 
the blocks you've been jumping on and they turn them back to the colour they Which were. Is really annoying. They're a pain in the backside, these guys. But it makes some really cute little noises when they're, when they're yeah. moving around. It's, you should know when they're there. And if you touch them, they just disappear and you get some points for them. But they, they won't, they won't hurt you or anything. They just disappear and then you can go back and repaint the flipping blocks that they've just moved. The scoring on this game, each block you turn gets you 25 points. Making Coily dive off the edge gets you 500, which is probably the best scoring part of it. And touching Slick or Sam gets you 300 if you get rid of those when they're trying to change your blocks around. And touching a plain Freeze Ball gets you 100. Yeah, Freeze all the other guys. If you don't use the flying discs at the end and you, you do the level without using them, you get bonuses, but it starts off quite low and I think later on it gets high risk reward element as yeah. usual in most games. So if you're sort of good enough to avoid Coily and not have to make him jump off the edge and don't use your platforms, it gives you points for it. You also get a bonus for doing the level. Extra lives can be sat had, I think the standard is 8,000 points, which ours is, ours is set to. Right, I've just popped Cuba on in the background on the iPad. If you hear any noises, that's what's going on. It's one of these... Have you ever heard about the knocker on this game? You've never played a real machine, have you? Well, I played Cubert for the first time at Bruno's Dragon's Oh, Lair. yes, he's got one, hasn't we he? We had the Euro version, but there was definitely no knocker in it. Ah, sometimes they were missing. Yeah. Gottlieb, the people who made it, were primarily a pinball company, and they had these solenoids for the knockers. When you get an extra ball on a pinball, it makes a big plock noise, and it hits the knocker against the side of the cab. And this does the same thing. When you jump off the side by accident, or a coily goes off the side, it goes, yeah. and then it hits a, and it hits, it actually hits the side of the cab with a, a physical knocker. It was the yeah. only game ever to do it. And it's really, really cool. Because the programmer in this game wanted to keep things simple, he wanted to be able to control it with one hand. So there's no buttons in this game. It's just yeah. a, a, a joystick, but it's angled at 45 degrees, because yeah. you're only ever using diagonals on it. So they've actually got a four-way joystick and twizzled it around 45 degrees, and when you play on a real cab, it plays really, really oh, well. definitely. What we had to do is just turn our joysticks to the side <laughs> yeah. a little bit and play it like, otherwise it's really difficult to yeah. play. It's almost impossible. And I think that's why I'd never played the game back in the day myself. Because it was too difficult to play. When you went up, you always jumped off the side because you should have been around at 45. Did yeah. you find that? Well, I don't remember this in the arcade at all. I played this on the Sinclair Spectrum. Ah, oh, right. And okay. I used With keyboards. Keys. And With keyboards and angle. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. loved it. I think, did Ocean release a version of it? Might have done. Yeah. Have done I remember yeah. one of the decent Very companies cool, made one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the guys wanted to keep it easy um, because originally they had him firing projectiles out of his hooter, out of his mm. nose. But they thought, oh, it's too difficult. There's too much going on the screen. We want people to play it with one hand. Mm. You know, so they're going to have probably a beer in the other hand when they play or a soft drink in the other hand when they're playing it. So they kept it to, to 45 degrees. And everyone at the Gottlieb said, no, that's not going to work. And the programmer said, yes, it's got to be like that. We want yeah. it like that. And they stuck to their guns. And I'm glad they did because it plays really, really yeah. well. That name I said earlier was actually briefly changed to the swirl, exclamation, hash, question mark, swirl, exclamation. But they just thought this is stupid and changed it, which I'm happy. Yeah. But there is a marquee exists with that on oh, rather really? than Cuba. Yeah, really Original rare. Original one, like a prototype. Yes, really, really rare. It looks nice as well. It looks nice. Also, they had uh, they had Q minus Bert. And they changed it to Q asterisk Bert. So whenever you see it or you're looking for it on, on Google, it's Q asterisk Bert. All the characters are inspired from the American magazine Mad. You ever seen Mad magazine? Yeah, I remember Mad. Yeah, all sort of taken from that kind of era. It was Gottlieb's most famous game. It sold 25,000 units. I wish more of them got over here because I'd love to have yeah, this cab. Yeah, I would. Uh, cab uh, cocktail versions were available. I also read cabaret versions. 
But I don't believe that. I've never seen one, and I couldn't find one anywhere. Which one would you have? The upright, or because you played a cocktail, didn't you? I played the table in uh, another castle arcade edition in Seattle. It's ultra rare, and it plays really nicely sat down. Yeah, it's 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 not a cab like the cocktails we're used to, where the monitor's in the middle. It's to one side. Yeah, which is really odd, but it plays really nicely. I'm not sure if all all the the gubbins for the game were on, on the right-hand side and the monitor was on the left, or obviously vice versa when you're around the other side. Yeah. But that's how it was, and it, it plays really nicely. Would you prefer? Would you rather have an upright or cocktail? I'd have both. Have both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played the upright uh, a few times, and also one at uh, the RGP yeah. uh, U72 arcade, which I'm going to give a good bit of time to. Uh, I'd probably have the cocktail, because it's rarer. Yeah. But I like both of them. They yeah. both look awesome cabs. Yeah. Also, there was a pinball machine uh, themed with Cuba. Did you know mm. about that? No, I didn't know about that. Really rare. Only 900 made. Really? I don't think it went off that well. They did they the did. little tabletops as well. You can get like a Cuba oh, tabletop. yes. I didn't even those? know about that. Yeah, I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah they did yeah. one of those. That's supposed to be really good, you actually. Just reminded me. I didn't do any research into that, and you yeah. just reminded me. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I wonder how that worked. I've never seen one play. I have to look it up. I don't know, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. made them, whether it's Grandstand or... It'd be one of those companies, won't it? Or Epoch yeah, or someone like yeah. that. I'll look into that. Cuba, Coily, Slick and Sam, all in Wreck-It Ralph, remember? Yes. They're all sort of down yeah, and outs yeah. in, the, in the machine. So yeah, that's really nice. They sort of uh, gave it a bit of uh, recognition there. Uh, George Lutz, Lutz, sorry about the name George, has a world record. 37,163,080 What year was that? That was... Uh, you got a year for it? I don't know. It's it's recent, I think. It might have been 2008. It's not one of those really early silly ones. No, no, it is isn't. It? <laughs> it took him 84 hours Jeez. and 48 minutes. And he did uh, um, Richie Knuckles' place in Flemington, New Jersey. So but, there are methods then. There's methods. Yes, the they, they reckon there wasn't patterns to the, yeah. the game, but I can actually pattern the first level quite easily. And I yeah. looked on, on some tactics, which are on the show notes, and it does show you a few patterns for the first five or yeah. six levels. I think they repeat. Mm. But it obviously gets faster and harder, and where the enemies go. I found myself go. working down from the top, so I get that because you start on the top block. Yes. Jump down the first. Then you have to jump back up to the top block, colour that in, and yes. then work my way down that way. Yeah, I did like that. I was sort of doing half the screen, getting rid of Coily, going to the top, doing the other half, leaving one block, getting yeah. Coily again, then going the last block. But when Ugg and Wrong Way come on, it just mucks you up yeah. because you don't know where the thing. You sort of whoa, they are the wrong way. Where they're going? They're, they're sort of their gravity is round the other way. Yeah. That's why they're you odd. Just don't know where they're going to jump no, next, you don't. do you? I actually saw back in 2005 at CGE UK, it might have been 2006, one of the two that were running in Croydon. Um, I actually saw Doris Self, the yeah. old lady. Who was the world uh, champ? She was, she was a world, I think she was the oldest video game lady yeah. player. And she played it for hours on end. She just sat there playing it. No one got a look in. She was really good. Uh, unfortunately, Doris died a year after that was that happened but um, I saw her play she was really really she was really nice to talk to as well really nice lady and she got over a million I yeah. think and that's well, absolutely I think it's just brilliant. one of those games that just appeals to all ages yeah when I was at Bruno's he was saying that his daughter loved playing it yeah he's even got his little got a little stool out oh nice and she sits, stands on this stool and she loved playing it because it's yeah. just so simple do you know what when we was in America Wife actually played this. My wife she, got into it. Yeah, yeah, she loved it. And we were yeah. playing it because it's a head to head game on the, t- on the table, obviously. Yeah. And it's like shove over my go yeah. when you play two players. And we really got into it. And she, she likes it now. There was also a, a slightly harder ROM version. It was called 
faster, harder, more challenging. So FHMC Cubert. Uh, it was developed, and there was another enemy called Cubertha who chases you. I've not seen this Ooh. yet. It's in Maine. Because um, the good thing is, Warren Davis, who's a top guy, this programmer, released it as a ROM image so we can play it in Maine. Oh, cool. So what a great guy for doing yeah. that. He didn't have to. There were loads and loads and loads of port to this game. It was ported mm. to everything. Mm. Atari 2600, Atari 5200, Atari 7 8-bit computers, ColecoVisions, Commodore 64, Vic 20, Spectrum 11, Television, NES, Philips VideoPack, Mobiles, Othello Multivision, whatever the heck that is, standalone tabletop that like you said earlier, Texas Instruments 299, PlayStation Network, you can get it on Xbox Live. And the cool thing is... They're bringing a new version of it out. Really? Yep. How's that going to play? Well, it's slightly different. Um, I think it's based on the MSX version, um, where instead of being Cuba, the little orange guy with the funny nose, mm. you were actually a dragon. While the Game Boy version got 64 levels, all different shapes. There's a Game Boy version? Yes, there all is. Right. I've got to get that. It might be Game Boy Color, um, but it got different shapes as well. Not just the pyramid. You actually got ah, different islands. You have bits in the middle, so it's pretty cool. Thank you, Heathrow. I don't think you could pick the original uh, no. style, really. The format works. Yeah, it works. And when that, so when that complicating things, then it just ruins it. Well, it looks pretty good, mate. Yeah. Honestly, and then this new one that's coming out very soon for it's coming out on Steam for PC yeah. and on the iOS and Android looks really really cool. The iOS version is based on the Flash version from 2004. It's going to be called Cubert Rebooted, and it's coming out soon. So I'm looking out Ooh. for that. It's not out yet. So that'll be uh, almost uh, a new game that should have been in the arcade. It's actually an arcade game that's going to be a new game. So I'm looking forward to that. And this is the last bit of news I found this morning. I could not... This blew my mind mm. about Qbert. I just was looking this morning, doing my final notes before I come out this morning. It's Monday morning, Bank Holiday Monday today. Uh, we normally record last night on Sunday, but you were tired from coming back from Belgium and stuff. And I was doing a bit of research this morning because I couldn't sleep. And I just decided to go on to Klov, Klov for a minute just to see what's going on so I don't go on there because it's an American site and I just put in I, I just went on the for sale I always look for things for sale someone was giving away a Qbert cab really? right that blew my mind for a start it's got water damage and there's no monitor in it no hardware no panel whatever but it's a really nice looking cab it's got a bit of water damage at the back and it's salvageable it's not it's not a basket case it's salvageable I was like wow someone, I, I would have that yeah you know, just as a cab to put some, you know, to put even maim in it. Yeah. But this is what blew my mind even more. Someone replied to it saying, that would be cool with J-Rock's new thing that's coming out. Oh, hold, hold on a minute. Whoa, I know who J-Rock is. Yeah. J-Rock is this guy who brings up multi-boards. He did the multi-Williams and the multi-Berserk. Yeah. yeah. And there are jammer boards, tiny little things run on FPGA. Mm. FGPA, sorry. And he's doing a Qbert one. Serious. Because, yep. Because this hardware was called Milestar hardware, and it, it does certain games, and it's oh, Gottlieb, and they did Mad Planets. They did. But what's wrong with the boards, though? Are they really well, they're really flaky. On? I think they've got they have battery damage. They've got separate sound right, boards. Okay. It's, they're a bit of a nightmare. It's like the old Berserk boards. Yeah. They, they, they they get really flaky and they never That's work. That's a fantastic idea. Right, but it not only plays Cuba, it plays faster, more harder, more challenging, impossible Cuba. Has Cubert's Cubes, which is not so good, but people seem to like it. Reactor, Mad Planets, Crawl, and a game called Screwloose. Or also Three Stooges. Bruno had a Crawl. Yes, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if, it. if his board ever breaks down, this is the thing to get. It's right. not out yet. 
and I looked this morning. When I found out about this, I was straight onto YouTube, and it's got J Rock James actually mm. demoing it on his screen. He's videoing him playing it. It's a tiny little board. It's about five inch square. Yeah. And this is only the prototype. The original will probably be even smaller again. And he's playing, and he's got loads of different modes. You can change all the dip switch settings. You can even change the orientation of the screen. So if you wanted to play Cuba on a, it's a vertical mm. screen natively, and you just wanted a quick game of Screw Loose, which is a horizontal game, which was only released on about two cabinets, it's a really, really rare game, you don't have to turn the monitor around. You can actually mm. turn the game around. It'll still play perfectly and it doesn't look squashed or, no. or you know misaligned or anything it plays perfectly and i'm going to get one of these boards because it plays quite well in main when i first cab. get the cab dude do you know what i've put it on my fantasy cab list and i'm up to nine That's cabs awesome now cab. let's it talk about really the cab because nice. it's got some fantastic yes, yes we don't do it enough you know it's a bright yellow cab. Yeah, a bit like Pac-Man on first glance, but yes. then it's got just all the characters on there. It's really cool. Actually, I've got it on my phone, haven't I? I Have a quick look, yeah. I took pictures of it uh, when I was at Bruno's. He's got the Euro version. So what's different about the Euro version? I don't know. I haven't seen the American one, mate. I think they're the same. It must be bigger, is it? I don't know. I'll look um, later on. But, um, yeah, the cab is bright yellow, and it's got some nice artwork on the side, a sticker on the side. Not very big, but it's nice artwork on the side. Yeah. And the... The control panel is really, really bright. It's in it's the got, middle. It's the, right joystick. in the, the joystick's right in the centre, where it should be. And I think that's why my score isn't so good, because I was playing with my left hand rather than my right hand. Excuses. And it's got a really, really nice um, marquee, and it's got Cubic characters around the bezel. Yeah. Actually, that, that picture on the side is quite big. It's bigger than I remember. He's got like a, a toy snake on top. There, yes, he? <laughs> he's got a little slivery snake on top. Yeah, I love it. But the control panel's that. really bright colours. It's got a big cubit on the front of the control with a little cubit and coily on there. Oh, it's got all bright. the characters there, look. Yes, it's listed you, on it's the actual the, CPO. It's got all the sort of, on the right-hand side, it's got all the characters and the their points. points. Yeah. And I think it's got on the left-hand side what you've actually got to do. And you've got two buttons on the left-hand side, one player start, two player start. The only time you ever use one of them buttons other than to start the game is when you put your name in the high score table, yeah. you press button uh, start one yeah, to put your name in. and I did take a picture of my high score, but I think it you must have him, taken yeah. it exact time. You know, the high score flashes with your name. Oh, yeah, It yeah. must have taken it as it was flashing oh, yeah. out. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> so how many millions is it, is it missed off then? Um, well, I can tell you, it was my high score. I played a bit before I went away. I've been so busy and I wasn't well the week before, so I didn't get much gaming in. But as soon as I saw it at Bruno's place, I went straight to it. Yeah. First go, I got 17,500. Wow. That's good. Yeah. I was well chosen. But not good enough. 18,235. Bye bye. Only just. But saying that. In your face, Alex. In your face, Victor. Sean Holly's got fifty-five thousand yeah. dollars. He's he's been playing it two hours a day. Apparently. Yeah, he likes it, doesn't he? He loves it, and I do. So uh, sorry, Sean's wife, for, for yeah. keeping him away from you for a while. You can blame us. <laughs> yeah, blame us. <laughs> but we will have a big competition at um, the, the arcade yeah. next week, won't we? Definitely. So that is uh, the scoring. I really, really like the game. Really like the game, but I'm rubbish at it. I should be able to get much more. When I was in America. I think I got 26,000 or 20, mm. I can't remember, but it was a lot higher than 18,000. And it's one of those games where you think, I should be getting more points in this, but it's just fiendish. Yeah. And I don't know how people, people must get in the rhythm of the, of the patterns, I suppose. But what I was finding earlier, you can actually drag Coily around with you and make him chase you and he won't get you. You can sort mm. of make a merry dance around him and he will, he will just constantly come after you until you jump on one of those platforms and make him jump to his death. But 
it's one of those games I'm going to play more of because I really oh, like it. Yeah. I I've only really played, like it. I've only played a few, few games of it, so... I, I was rage quitting earlier because I was making so... It's one of those games, like you say, you know when you've made a mistake. But playing on a dedicated cab is Lovely, ten times it? better. Because where the stick is as well. I find when I play on dedicated cabs, especially when you've got ambidextrous controls, I play joystick in my right hand yeah. and buttons on the left. I play my dig dug like that. Mm. But on games where you can't play that, like Donkey Kong, for instance, you've got joystick on the left hand buttons on the right yeah. and I can play either way but when, I, when I've when i got a choice when it's an ambidextrous controller I always hold the joystick in the right hand buttons on the left hand when I was playing this this morning on my joystick on my PC I had to do it the other way because you have to turn the joystick around to play it properly yeah. you can't really do it on a cab because you've got to sit at a funny angle and I think that's why I was getting rubbish scores that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it <laughs> right one more order of the day game for next week is Pang, isn't it? Is this Sean Holly's well, uh, choice? Well, I'll give you a little choice here, mate, because I asked the Retro Obscura guys what their choice would be, because yeah. it's their listener's choice, and hopefully they're listening to us. They chose Naughty Boy. Never heard of that one. Do you want to do Naughty Boy, or should we do Pang? Because we're going to do both of them okay. at one point. So, which one do you want to do? Naughty Boy, then. Naughty, naughty, very naughty. <laughs> so, Naughty Boy next week, hopefully... You lot will be playing along with us. I'm sure Mr. Sean Holly will be putting 76 yeah. hours a day into it. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening. Yeah, thanks, and guys. Goodbye. Hey, stick about and listen to Alex's interview with Bruno. Welcome to the Tenpence Arcade Podcast. After about six hours of driving across uh, France and Belgium, I finally made it here to uh, Bruno's lair, the Dragon's lair, DLF forum owner. Hell yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Bruno? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you very much for inviting ah, me here. And yeah, no, great to see a UK guys coming yeah. here. So yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, well, obviously, I'm here to pick up a machine, yeah. a rare machine, yeah. Nintendo Sheriff, which I've already seen. It looks absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. But I just can't believe your arcade. It's just the best thing I've ever seen. It really is. Oh. It's just absolutely incredible. The lighting in here is just fantastic. The, the cabs, you've got so many different cabs here. All, some really rare cabs, some later ones. You've got the Galaxian Theatre over there. It's just incredible. Unbelievable. So how long yeah. have you been collecting? Um, something like 10 years. Seriously? 10 years, yeah. okay. Yeah, I have a game already in 92, uh, generic one, uh, yeah. with Galaga, but it was a long time ago. But seriously, since uh, 10 years, I would say. 10 years, yeah. okay. And is that when you started the forum? Is that when you set that up? Yes, at the same time. When I started collecting, my main goal was to find the Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. Uh, so that was your, your, your main cab, your favourite yeah, cab. Yeah, it was my grail, grail cabinet. So, uh, right. Yeah. But at the same time, I started to, to a website first. Yeah. It wasn't a forum at the first uh, time. Where did just, you... just a website with a few uh, sections with uh, collectibles, a uh, list of games. And, okay. And, and where... then at the forum. Yeah. And where did you find Dragon Slayer? Where did you go um, for it? I found this cabinet in Germany. In yeah. Germany, yeah. okay. Okay, because you've got all three there. You've got uh, Space Ace and Dragon's Lair 2. Yeah, the Space Ace is coming from uh, UK. From yeah, a okay. famous guy called Jason Finn. Okay. The Dragon's Lair fan. Yeah. yeah. He has uh, all the, the Dragon's Lair version. Uh, yeah. He, he was kind enough to, to sold me uh, the Space Ace. Was, uh, there were a lot of um, work to do on it. But, uh, you got it working. Yeah. Now, because the, they are renowned to, to uh, they're a bit temperamental, aren't they? And they're renowned to go wrong quite a lot. The laser discs. 
Have you installed a new laser disc, or has it still got the old original laser disc player inside? No, no. For the spaces, I cheat a little bit, yeah. and I use, I'm using Daphne because I really want to sure. play it again, yeah. and not uh, spending time to fix that. Fixing uh, around. It's hardware. So yeah, I cheat for that one. I cheat. Yeah, yeah. but Sorry. you'd never know. <laughs> no, it's the, the cab's fantastic, yeah. unbelievable. And you've got a cab here. This was from the Duke of Lancaster, I believe, was it? Yeah, yeah, it's the, the, the Condor game, yeah. One of the two cabinets I bring back in Belgium from the Duke, yeah. And it's, a, it's, it's not a Zachariah, it's an Italian cab, um, and it's very unusual, it's a running Phoenix, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a, Condor is a Phoenix boot made by a Sedan, yeah. Uh, Sedan, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful, and it's amazing the condition that these cabs came off that, that ship. Yeah, yeah, it is. That, that's the reason I take that one. I, I wasn't for that cabinet specifically, but uh, when I saw the, the pictures, yeah. the, the, the condition was so great. Yeah. I, I have to take that, and the, the price was really nice. So, uh, it's beautiful. It almost looks like Tron inside, you know? A little bit like Tron. Yeah. Same sort of vector-style graphics inside, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so how many cabs have you got, Bruno? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Something like fifty. Uh, fifty cabs. Yeah. It's amazing. A, a little bit more, I think. Yeah. yeah. If you didn't have the Galaxian Three <laughs> Theatre, you could have more. Yeah, of course, you can <laughs> have twenty more. Oh, that's least, a, that's yeah. a favourite of yours. Tell us the story behind that. How did you get that, and, and why did you want that? It's huge. The theatre, yeah. Um, I, I used to play that game a long time ago in the nineties uh, in the the Belgium coast. And uh, I had the opportunity to, to get it. Yeah. And uh, I didn't think where I will put that beast. Will I be able to fix that? Uh, I didn't ask any questions. You I thought have to like be. most arcade collectors, you think about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just asked <laughs> just my wife. first. Would you be okay to have uh, some part of it in the house? And they say, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So it was the green light for me. So yeah. But you didn't, you didn't pick that up in one journey, obviously, no, it's huge. No, no, How many journeys did it take you to pick that cab up? We spent 48 hours. Uh, 48 to hours? Way back to the Belgium yeah. coast. Yeah. And, uh, no How sleep. many trips? No sleep. Just one trip? You no, picked the uh, whole lot up? One trip and then another trip right. to bring the, the, oh, okay. the other parts. Yeah. Right, that's incredible. Yeah. And that was a game you played back in the day? Yeah, you have fond yeah. memories of that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of. A lot yeah. Of, yeah, well, we just played it, me and my friend Mark, who came with me, and the sound in there is amazing. You've got both speakers in there. Yeah, yeah, everything was uh, top notch. I mean, uh, Sony projectors, uh, Bose system, yeah. um, Pioneer laser disc. Laser disc, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the sound yeah, is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And you would have had an operator operating that. Yeah, it's. It you can wouldn't have put money in it. You yeah, yes, you can also f set the, the game. But you, uh, as you see, it's clearly made for an operator to yeah. start the game, to add the players. and. Uh, so quite an expensive cab to run, um, if someone operating it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a big beast. I spent a lot of money on that. And not even for buying it, but yeah. also to build. To build it, put it together. Finally build uh, the third game room just to host it. Yeah. And then all the spare parts and a lot of items related to the Galaxian Theatre. And how long did it take you to put together? Uh, five years. Five Four years. or five years, I think, yeah. God, was that a roller coaster ride? Did you get points where you just thought, this is never going to happen, or...? 
you, you saw the goal at the end, and you just thought, yeah, I'm just going to keep working, keep going at it, and eventually we'll have, yes, a, we'll that, have a working cab. Yeah, I have a B plan uh, using a PlayStation, but finally I don't have to oh, do okay. that. But if I have to, maybe uh, it would be an option, because who will, who will let uh, such big monster uh, not working? Yeah. I think at the end I will have to find an issue. But and don't don't talk about the failure. It works. As yeah, it works. <laughs> <laughs> and they were what hundred grand when they come out. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't I don't pay that price. Uh, no, no, no. Of course. No. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting here at the table here at the back of the arcade here. I can see computer space where it all started. Yeah, it's a big big beast. Uh, a nice one, the blue one. It's one of my favorite colors. Yeah. How many colors do they do? How many? Colours. I think three. The, three the, the yellow, the red, no, sorry, yellow, yellow, red, green, and blue. So he's got a computer Four. space here, which I don't know if you listeners know, it's one of the first arcade machines that was ever made, although it wasn't a real big hit. It wasn't until Pong came along by Atari. Yeah. It became a hit not only in the arcade, but also on the consoles, didn't it? Yeah. And, and the funny thing, it's uh, when you see, I will plug the game for you. After, yeah. But... Uh, when you see uh, the computer space running, it's much complex than the Pong. Yes. It, 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 it looks like a more modern game. Yes, yeah, more, more it's got more depth. Yeah. 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 But at the end, it's Pong. But it was literally just an experiment, I think, wasn't it? Computer space. You know, yeah. It was done in a laboratory, wasn't it? So. It's a kind of asteroid game. Uh, yeah. yeah but, uh, I think it was too complicated for the, the player at the time. Yeah. That's what the story said. And, uh, yeah. Maybe. Cool. So, what's what's your favourite game in here? Do you have a favourite of your? Mm. I think my favourite is the would be the Galaxian, not yeah. the theater, the Galaxian, the first Galaxian oh, game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, play that the most. Do you have any world records or no, any high no, scores? No, no. I suck on, <laughs> I suck on it. Uh, I would like to, to be a better player, but uh, it's like that. I also like uh, Xevious. It's yeah, also that's a beautiful one. cab. Yeah. But the game is uh, just awesome. Yeah. And Pac-Man, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's the furthest you've travelled for any game? You, you, I've heard you've travelled all over. You've done like 50 yeah. journeys. Yeah, the, the the longest road trip I've done, in time, it was the, for the Galaxian Theatre. Right. We were two days on the road and dis disassembled the beast and things like yeah. that. But in terms of distance, I think it's for the Q-Bird. And uh, at the end, we drove 2,000. Kilometers. Right. Yeah, the cubit's rare, isn't it? It's an yeah, American yeah. It's, it's, a, well. it's a no. It's a special. It's a European. Oh, it's a European one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll have a closer look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got a burger time over there as well. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also got from uh, UK. And and tell us about the cab I'm pick come here for is Sheriff, which is a really rare Nintendo cab. We believe there's only two upright versions in the so. world. I think so. According to the picture, I've only see yeah. the one I have here so far yeah <laughs> and uh the australian one. and you and you found it in belgium did you yeah yeah that's incredible and it's amazing condition i can't wait to get it home it's just unbelievable um so what's your future plan plans for the arcade you, you're going to keep it as it is you're going to get is there any other cabs you want or no, i think i'm done uh, or almost done uh, i would like to organize meetings meetings yeah, yeah that's a good idea to 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 
to make life, to make sense of a lot of this. What you've got. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Getting people in here, yeah. socialising, yeah. playing, chatting, and yes. it's absolutely awesome. The best arcade I've ever seen. And as you can see, there is still a few games to, to fix, so I will spend time on yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm going to do now, Bruno, I'm just going to take a little walk through here yeah. and just okay. to basically tell the listeners what games you've got and... Um, now, if you want to stop on any and explain okay. anything, so I'm starting here. We got a the Condor Phoenix, Phoenix which you got one. which you got off the Duke of Lancaster. Yeah, that's correct. We got a Nintendo Popeye. Yeah, this one is coming from a bulk buy we've done. Uh, yeah. In, with a Paul 15 in Germany, so we 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 were a few collectors to ask an entire container with only Nintendo cabinets. Oh, really? Like Was that off the Love container? Was it the love container? No, no, no just, just a bulk buy of someone else. Yes, before okay. that we organised a, a dedicated container with only Nintendo. Right, that's amazing. Yeah, it's on the forum. Yeah, I'll have to have a look at that. Yeah. Space Ace. Yeah, it was uh, totally trashed when I got it. I have to fix yeah. everything. This Bonjour. came out after Dragon's Lair. Yeah, yeah. What, a year after? Yeah, one years? year. One, one, one year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dragon's Lair 2, did that come after Space Ace or...? Uh, Dragon Star 2 come, came a long time after. Long time game, after, yeah. right, okay. I remember exactly. We've got an APB here. Yeah. It's a cracking little game. Yeah. Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. We've got a Road Blasters. We've got Time Pilot. And we've got these lovely fluorescent lights all going away over the top. He's got loads of memorabilia in here. Um, you've got sort of, what are these here? These are like flyers yes, from... Yes, it's uh, a flyer from the Galaxian Galaxian 3. And a Starblade flyer there. Yeah. And to the left here, we've got the computer space and the pole machines. Down the end, we've got a cocktail uh, Star Wars, which I think you got off Alpha One, is that right? The cockpit Star Wars. Sorry, the cockpit yeah. Star Wars. Um, what's this one here? This is okay, a it's uh, the Giloc Deluxe, but uh, a place inside the Afterburner Climax game. So after it's a after modern Climax. game inside. An old cockpit. Oh, but right. as you can see, the, the integration is uh, is well done, I think. Uh, yeah. so, uh, everything is working with the original g control without damaging uh, anything. So uh, you will try that one. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely have a go on that a bit later. We're going to another room here. Um, to the left, I've got a Fix-It Felix. Yeah, I got an empty shell for this project. And, uh, for to, 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 to do a Felix Fix Junior. My, my daughter, it's uh, the my favorite daughter. She likes yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it, I have to say, but the artwork is, they've got yeah. that down yeah. to a key, haven't they? It's very Nintendo. You love it, you hate it, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don Kong Junior, one of my, my, well, my favorite game of all time. We've got an Assault here. Next to that is the Sheriff, which is mine. <laughs> Spy Hunter there in the corner, unfortunately it's not working, no, but they, no. they never work, do they? No, no. We've got a guy in, in the UK, Ben76, who had real problems with getting that working. But a lovely game, great cab yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the music a, a to that. Lot of work on this one. Though. Yeah. Tell us about this is a cockpit game here. Yes, it's very rare. It's a Starfire cockpit. I only know one guy in the UK yeah. who has this one. Uh, I got it in Belgium, inside a warehouse. Uh, it's not working for the moment. It's so a, a raster monitor, is it? Was it a vector? No, no, it's a it's normal monitor. It's no monitor. Yeah, it, there is a monitor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's not vector. It's a oh, raster okay. monitor. Not uh, much side art to it, is there? 
I got the repro side art oh, okay. done by the other guy who owned this. Oh, okay. So he was crazy about this game, so he, he redraw all the artwork. So yeah. I think it's I will have time to work on that one. Yeah. You want to get that working, do you? Yeah, I would like it. Yeah. Like You've got Space Invaders pinball machine here. Yeah. Which one's this? It's a Phantom. A fa oh, Phantom. Phantom. Yeah, yeah okay. A Bally. Nice artwork. Yeah. Love, I love the artwork. Yeah, that's the, the yeah. best thing on the <coughs> This is an unusual one. It's got Lieb Kroll. Yeah. <coughs> I've heard this is quite a rare machine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the funny thing is uh, I got it in Belgium from an operator. So this game, which I presume is uh, the same than the US one, yeah. has been operated in Belgium. But All right. I'm not sure of that. But, uh, Very unusual. Not working for the, for the moment. Yeah. Space Invaders. Okay, I must have for, from any game room. Yeah, I need to get that going. Yeah, yeah, so. We've got a Xbox sort of, um, uh, what do you call them? <laughs> a demo like pod, a, uh, Xbox demo pod, yeah. The sort of thing you have in a shop to display yeah, the latest yeah. Xbox games. The, the, the funny thing is there is a lot of uh, arcade compilation for Xbox One. That's Xbox. the Capcom Classics Collection you've got running in there. So yeah, you're playing so the classic yeah. arcade games it's quite on accurate. an Xbox in a display cabinet you would have had in a shop. Yeah, it's, it's a... And when you plug this one... All right, oh, it all lights up. Green yeah. sort of fluorescent lighting yeah, so all around it. very good inside the game. We've got a Star Blade here. I don't remember this one. That's a huge cab. Yeah, it's a... Uh, the same game than the Galaxy Theater. Oh, okay. For one player. Namco. Yeah. Stun Runner. Yeah, this one is working too. I just have a sound problem on that one. But, uh, uh, that sim looks similar to the one Vic posted in America. It's more like a bike game, is it? Is it a bike, motorcycle uh, game? Foot of bike. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's this one here? It's a modern, <laughs> modern thing. <Yeah. laughs> You've got flat screen TVs here and a, a driver's yeah. seat with three Xboxes down the bottom here. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, one Xbox per screen, so oh, you okay. can play Forza Motorsport game uh, on three screens. So, uh, it's, uh, That's cool. Does it all vibrate as well? Sorry? Does it vibrate? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Very realistic. So Very realistic driving try, game. You will try. Yeah. Mm, the latest. So you like the modern stuff as well? Yeah, the old. yeah. When I, when I do some meeting, it's uh, well played. Yeah, People I bet it is, yeah. yeah. Right, so we're moving into the next room. Did they, have, did they have names, these rooms? Have you called them different names, different themes? V1, V2 and V3. Right, yeah. so we're going to V3 now. This is the biggest of the rooms. Watch your head. Yeah, watch my head. I need to knock myself out. So moving down in here, oh, we've got a row of classic games here. Donkey Kong. Galaxian, we've got our original Gallagher, and Mrs. Pac-Man, Xevious, Defender, and the beautiful Burger Time over there. That's American one, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful, I love the artwork to that. We've got a, a Q-Bert here, this is, the, this is the Euro one you're yeah, on about. Yes, yeah. so the size is uh, it's slightly smaller. smaller okay. Yes. The same shape, but smaller. My friend Vic would love that. It's his favorite game at the moment. It's our game of the week on the podcast. I absolutely love it. I love the artwork. It's a great game, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I bet that's a real favorite in here, isn't it? My daughter plays a lot of Your this. Your daughter plays. That's the reason yeah. you have the table here. Yeah. I've yeah. got a table here for her to stand on. Um, next to that, we've got a Return of the Jedi. We've got a Tron. And we've got a Discotron. I like Discotron. 
I played that a lot on the Sinclair Spectrum, loved yeah. it, on the cab. I think these are great cabs, the way they're illuminated. Yes, and the 3D, did you see the 3D? The 3D, okay, yeah, the market at the top sort of in 3D, it's like a hologram, which is really cool. Next to that we've got a Space Harrier, um, and an Afterburner, just the upright versions, not the sit-down. And what's this cab here? This is the one you're selling, is it? It's yeah. a Daytona 500. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, old. Very, very old. Uh, yeah, as you can see, take a lot of space. So, yeah. I'm a lot of space, you're yeah. not into it. No, no. I got no. the opportunity to have to got it. I got yeah. it and now... Is this a black and white game? Or is this like... No, it's a, pro it's a projector system. So it displays uh, the image of two cars. Yeah. And uh, and in your car, so you just you have to avoid the two other cars. Okay, so it's like a plastic car, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. With a projector beyond the plastic. I know car, what so, you mean. So yeah. So there's lights underneath the screen, yeah, projecting the, the image of the car. Yeah. And you you control a plastic car. Yes, that's correct. And you've got to avoid the images on the screen. Yeah, I do remember them. Yeah, yeah it's hard to. I mean, they're lovely games, and it, it's a lot of nostalgia with them, but. There's not a lot to the gameplay, no, is there, no, no. unfortunately. And that's, the, that's the, probably a reason why a lot of these are so rare now, because people have got no interest in them. Nobody keep that uh, so much thing, so much thing, because you, you, don't, you don't pay this, it's uh, just a curiosity. I mean, yeah, it's just a cool thing. Yeah, just thing yeah. to collect, but it's too big for yeah. my room. Now. It's a bit like me with my battle shark. Have you seen them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, two of them. Why? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. Yeah. Um, right, so yeah, we're going past Mrs. Patman now. Over here in this corner next to the toilet, we've got a Darth Maul from the Star Wars films. And uh, you've got them on the remote control, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if someone moves in the toilet, you just press a button and the lightsaber lights yes, up. Yes, yes, and so that is very yes. cool. It keeps the, 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 the door of the toilet also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can do your thing quiet. That is very cool. And above him, you've got a hand solo in the. Um, life size. Yeah. Life size hand solo in the. Uh, what do they call it? Carbonita. It's like a clay casting, isn't it? And then you've got all your dragon's lair. Um, cells. What are they call them? Cells. I mean, cells. That's right. Cells. From the original um, game, the film that runs on the laser disc. And that's really cool to have. Yeah. That's your favourite game. Yeah, yeah. And you've got the original cells for that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. We've got an Astro City here. Um, yes, I. Uh, you got the main in there, have you? No, no. I used uh, Neo Geo game in, in there. So oh, what? Sorry. Neo Geo games. Unusual games. No, Neo Geo. Oh, Neo, Neo Geo. Sorry, Neo ah, Geo. Yeah. Sorry for my writing. That's sorry no, no, that's me. I've got the fears. We've got a Pac Mania. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny. That's very cool. Love the artwork on that. A Rolling Thunder. Yeah. Not a big fan of that game, but um, the cab's cool. Yeah. The cab's cool. On many I've seen this part is scratch. Is I'm, it? I'm lucky enough to have the entire part. Yeah. You've got a uh, Gauntlet, Gauntlet Legends. Huge monstrosity. <laughs> that's a massive game, isn't it? Yes. Guitar Freaks, that's quite a recent one, isn't it? Yeah. We've got Mark's playing a pinball here. What, what pinball are you playing, Mark? This is uh, Circus Voltaire. And what year is this from? I got that one in France, and uh, I fell in love. I tried this one 
in uh, other collector place and I fall, fall in love on this one. Yeah. I have to get this one. I'm not a pinball guy, but I have You like this one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very good. Every arcade should have a pinball, really. I mean, I would if I had the room. We've got a Star Wars pin next to that as well. You're a big Star Wars yeah, fan, aren't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then um, down this side, we've got uh, original Pac-Man. And we've got a Kung Fu Master. Is that original dedicated or is that a kit? Oh, it's Data East. Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's fantastic. I got I've that one from uh, the Love Contener. Sorry? I got that one from the uh, US. From the oh, US? US. Okay, yeah. 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 That's very cool. Yeah. This excellent. is one of the last must-have I have to, to buy. And now I have right. it. Now you own it. Yeah. It's a great game. Yeah, yeah, the game is really great to play. Zaxxon? Yeah. Um, I've seen this, Alpha One's got this. I'm not a big, big fan of this game because I find the isometric viewpoints... Very hard to play. Yeah, yeah. very hard to keep. But the cab is great. Yeah. Sega Gremlin. Yeah. They work with Nintendo, you know. Space Firebird. Um, we've got a Gyrus. I used to own this cab. I imported one of these from America. Oh, I yeah. love this game. I got that one in UK. But oh, did you? The, the, the guy probably imported it from... Uh, yeah. But there was no gyrus in there. Oh, Europe. okay. It's a great game. Yeah. We've got an original pole position here, Atari. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great game. Berserk, one of my favourite games. They're quite hard to find, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really love the game. It's so simple, it but uh, a lot of success in the meeting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I bought one off um, the Belgian guy that came over to the UK. He used to sell stuff at a lot of the meets. South Coast Slam, and he had a Berserk there, which I bought off him. I love the game. Me and Vic restored it, but we put um, just put Mame in it for now, you know, because yeah. the boards are a nightmare. Keep going. That, that's what I've done on this yeah. one too. It's Mame running only for this game. Yeah, and what's this here? I've never seen or heard of this one. <laughs> I didn't know the the game. This cab the cabinet yeah, was so amazing. It's got a trackball in the middle, two sticks either side. It's the cab's all lopsided and it's called Wacko. It's got really cool side art. It's, it's like a Robotron, the game Robotron. It's like Robotron. Yeah, you, you, to move the, your character, you use the trackball. You, 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 you move the character with the trackball. Yeah. And with the joystick, you fire up, down, left, right. And that's what? The so same, the same. Oh, okay. Depend if you left, left or right. Left or right, yeah. That's cool. A curiosity. Shame it's not working. Yeah. Oh, it's worked, it's worked. Oh, it's worked. Yeah, yeah. Put that on for me later. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all around me, there's big posters. He's got Dragon's Lair, arcade lifestyle posters, Tron Legacy. Oh, it's just such a cool place. The lighting in there is spot on. Um, and then right here, we've got, to the left, we've got the Galaxian Theatre, which is just huge. We're going to walk into it now. There's what, one, two, three, four, five, six seats. It's up to six players can yeah. play at one time, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And all around you've got the Bose speakers. The sound in here is yes. awesome. There is also one speaker per player, a small speaker. Oh, one speaker per player, yeah. For the fire sound and yeah. explosion. And have you got two discs, laser disc players, or is it just one laser disc player? Because no, you've got two screens. Two. Two, there is one, two. Yeah, one laser disc per screen. Right. Yeah. 
So it must be hard getting to run simultaneously, is it? Yeah, there is a, a, a cable between the two laser discs and there is a sequence. Oh, in sequence, sequence yeah. yeah so. Very cool. It's amazing. I mean, it's, this is just huge. We'll take loads of pictures of this and you can see it on the forum. Amazing. And then we've got the last cab here. We've got a Daytona USA four-player. Yes, it's uh, not Daytona running in the it's an Outrun 2. Outrun 2, so, okay. You haven't got an Outrun 2, have you? You haven't got a dedicated Outrun no, 2? No, no, no. No, it's too, too expensive. Too expensive, yeah. Well, it's really cool. Right, so that's it. That's the tour done. I'm going to get playing some games. Yeah. Eat some food, because we're starving. We haven't stopped all day. <laughs> and enjoy what I can see around me. Thank you so much Bruno. You're welcome. And thanks everyone no. for listening. Bye-bye. You can download or play the podcast, view all the show notes and leave feedback at www.tenpencearcade.co.uk or email me at vertvic at tenpencearcade.co.uk You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can Twitterize us at tenpencearcade for me and at Nintendo Arcade for Alex. We'd love to hear from you regarding game suggestions, personal arcade experiences or anything arcade related you'd like to share.